Hello, everyone. On um, you know, Alan, the hardest part about continuing to do a podcast for all these years is people that we know and love and care about keep losing them. Yeah, it's. I can still feel them here, though, Russ. <laughs> they're still they're still with us. Diamond Dogs quote. Is that what you were going for? Yes, and I and everybody that uh, has died during the uh, during our podcast, I have taken their ashes and smeared them on my face. <laughs> and sometimes against their family's wishes, you have snuck in. I would order their, their family's knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, you know, once you keep doing a podcast for years and years, and you get to know people and to love people, and when your podcast is a huge smash hit that's very popular with the right kind of people, uh-huh. um, you know, you're going to meet geniuses and thinkers and believers. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely that. Uh, people. It- People who share our vision, we, we share this person's vision 100%, the one that we have lost. Right, yes, Alan? Yes, it's my dear friend Shinzo. Shinzo Abe, you know, me and Alan, Alan is the spendocrat, and I'm the republic crazy, right? Wait, yeah. No. no, no, that's right, that's right. Oh. and Sometimes you know, I'm the leftist often... loon. <laughs> oh, you're the leftist loon, that's right. You're also a bit of a spendocrat, but only on um, Razor products. Well, yeah, well, that and... Uh, and robotic Baba Yaga chicken house legs, but yes. <laughs> that, yeah. But, um, uh, you know me and I'm a bit of a Republic crazy. I kind of have these backwards views of the world, but you know, we were able to settle down and have a beer together because of one man and one man alone. Mm-hmm. And that's a, the ultimate centrist. He was central. He was central to everything. Cause he was so centrist. He was centrist, right? I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, on the grand scheme of things, aren't we all? Aren't we all? I that's guess. That's why. That's why so centrism true. is the biggest tent of all. <laughs> it's right in the middle, baby. Um, that's right, folks. Shinzo Abe was killed in cold blood by a hater, a, a man who um, hated the player instead of the game. Uh huh. Um. Didn't get his Mo- Mooney mom, you know. I, I mean, I love the Moonies. I'm a Republic crazy. Where I, I I go to their services. Well, you <laughs> love the you love the Bullet Crowns. I only I really want to get into the Bullet Crown, but you have to be in Japan. And we're all, oh, by the way, we're in Japan, and this is also the uh, <laughs> what is it post funeral service? I don't know Reception. what the, I, I don't know what they do in the Buddhist uh, funeral things, but it, yeah, he, he's no, been cremated. He's been cremated, and that's all that I care about. And Alan, you were there when Shinzo Abe got yes, shot. And his actually, first thing. It's actually been very difficult for me because they've. Uh, people. Uh, because of my uh, titles, Dr. Pizza Stone, people did think that I Dr. Stoned that weapon that, that killed him. <laughs> because it was made like, of coconuts and bamboo strapped together. No, no. And you're like, no, 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 no. If, if I had designed it, it would have only shot uh, olives. Or pepperoni slices. It would have been or... a, it would have been one of those topping loading guns that the robot pizzerias make. Yes. Right, right, right. But by sci- by man science. Yes, yes, yes. Not and I would never shoot my dear friend Shinzo Abe, who uh we 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 first got I don't know when you met Shinzo, Russ, but I first met him uh in twenty nineteen when I was promoting my hitting it raw in twenty nineteen <laughs> campaign. <laughs> You were hitting the circuit, you were hitting the lecture circuit, you were hitting up, uh, you know, I don't know where, like, Dan Nainan goes on his like the, doors. He, oh, you mean, like, the, the Boeing company retreats and stuff? Right, yeah. I, company I was, retreats, Harvard, yeah. TED Talks, and you were giving your 
classic hitting it raw TED talk. Uh huh. It raises your serotonin levels. And he, you know, he's he's an understated guy. He doesn't have the most electrifying personality, but he came down to you from the crowd, and he pulled a condom out of his pocket and ripped it in half in front of you. Yeah, that's a sign. That takes a lot of strength to do, by the way, also. <laughs> it's like pulling, you might as well have pulled like a ring fit wheel in, for, like in, uh, in front of me. <laughs> I'll have you know I have never torn a condom before. It's it's hard for that it's, as you will. It's impossible to do. For me specifically, it's it's double hard, but you'll have to figure out why on your own. But um <laughs> That's a little that's a little uh that's a little lore for the for the listeners to figure right. out on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and you introduced Sh- Shinzo to me. Yes, yes. And he because pulled you the are... condom out, and that was my first time having actually ever seen a condom, which really impressed him. Well, because you are the pullout king. <laughs> I am the pullout king. Well now I, I've stopped the uh, I you know, I don't feel comfortable because that's what he always called. Yeah, that's actually where the name came from. I didn't just start calling myself that. He he did, and uh, I just didn't feel comfortable using that name anymore because it just reminded me of the friend I lost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, his his grandfather was the pullout emperor of Japan, <laughs> which is funny because the one thing he wanted he didn't want to do was pull out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very yeah that's 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 very weird. Their their entire family has a history of not pulling out, but. Right. Yeah. But you know, Ivan the terrible, they're still talking about him, so he couldn't have been that terrible. It's true. So, yeah, you know, any 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 press is uh any news is good news, right? Right, right, right. Well, frankly, the fact of the matter is is that I changed my name to the lover of love who loves love lovingly. That's true. And um uh, and um uh, because I, I, I want to embrace love and he loved love so much. And so his last words to you, Alan, was uh first things first he want he wanted us to record the podcast at his, his burying. His, yeah, his, his wife did not agree with that, but she did not uh, see that part of the will that uh, he left there. The he asked class. for Trump to be on the podcast. We couldn't get him. He was too busy. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were going to actually do it at the Koi Pond where he where they dumped in the whole bag of food. We were going to dump true. a whole pizza in the, in the Koi Pond. <laughs> and watch the Koi eat it. Yeah, and they yelled at those little nasty Jeff freaks. Tiedrich. They'd love that shit. I would love if every time we posted a hogcast, Jeff Tiedrich would be like, hmm, sellouts once again. You claim independent journalism, but not true at all. That would be really good. I do want somebody to call to question our independent status. We are independent. We're just independent from the the loony libs and the spendocrats who run CNN. We're like crap NN and. Uh, and uh, ABC News, more like, uh, can't even read the first three letters of the alphabet news. That's just how I feel about it. Though. Damn, that's that's harsher than I was going to say. I would never say that they're the first three letters of the alphabet you can't even read news. <laughs> they the, ABC, I don't like ABC because they did do human trafficking by trading a man for uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. <laughs> it's true. That is human trafficking. That's so true if you think about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, they're grooming. Wait, is that grooming? I don't I know. Might, I still might, don't they, know what grooming means. They might have groomed that ESPN anchor to, <laughs> to be so valuable that they could trade him. <laughs> <laughs> and he sold them to uh uh. Damn, dude. Was it CBS or something? Who? No, wait. Who? I don't remember who. Well, I was going to say ESPN, but that's not true at all. I can't be. I think it is CBS. Was I think the only one? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know enough about sports. My bad. Al, it was Al Michaels, and it went to NBC. 
damn, dude. He went to NBC. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he went he got traded to the freaking office. <laughs> he got sent to 30 Rock. <laughs> yeah. He has to go eat uh the the Tonight Dough ice cream with Jimmy Fallon right as right and shit. Oh man. Uh the Tonight Dough is actually pretty okay. I'm, uh, that's fine. It's my favorite like store ice cream flavor. It's got two fucking cookie doughs in it. What the hell? I I I like the the one that has the potato chips. Is that that one? Or is that the different one? No, that's the uh is that that's the t- uh no. What is it called? Yeah, is that the Jimmy Fallon? Is that the uh the Jimmy It Fallon is the one? other Jimmy Fallon. But it's not the Tonight Dough for obvious reasons. Uh, the the Stephen Colbert one's pretty good too. The American Dream. Listen, Ben and Jerry's has attached their brand to a lot of weird celebrities, but their ice cream flavors are always on point. So I always sit there and go, like, I don't really fucking like Netflix programming. But man, I'll eat the fucking Stranger Thing ice cream. I'll eat the like Vecna. <laughs> yeah, the Stranger Thing ice cream is fucking good. I don't know. I'll, what to I'll tell eat you, man. like I'll eat like uh, Vecna's like red velvet cake or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> they're I'll gonna it. announce like some the what is like the they have they never did a James Corden one, the James Corden ice cream. I wish they did a who was the Scottish guy that did the uh, that did uh, that late night show. He had the funny skeleton. What was his name again? <laughs> I keep wanting to say Craig McCracken, but that's the. That's the fucking Powerpuff Girls guy. Yeah, that was him. It was him. It was Craig McCracken. No, uh, wait. It's Funny Skeleton. Are you thinking of uh, of Jeff Craig Dunham? Craig and... Oh, okay. I was thinking of Jeff Dunham at Aquaman the Dead. No, 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 no. The original no, Funny that's Skeleton. That's the racist Funny Skeleton. This is the... Uh, I did think this Funny Skeleton did say something bad in a video I wa- watched once. Like he said, Harsler or something. Um, which is funny. The, uh, the, uh, the Jimmy Fallon ice cream that had the... It's fucked up that he got to... Ice creams, by the way, <laughs> that's not fair. He's um, got a theme park ride too. He's got everything. He gets so he gets everything. <laughs> he gets so much. And what have I ever gotten? <laughs> give me an ice cream. What have they ever give me a ride. Um, but it, it's a uh, it's late night snack. Is that so? He has that and the tonight dough. Right. Um. Did you, did uh, Jay Leno ever have a Ben and Jerry? No, no, no. I don't think they were in that game yet. I wish, man. He's like, I want, I want motor oil in it and uh, <laughs> gasoline. No, it's a. Uh, I was they're, they're okay. So we know what concretes are, where they do like soft serve. Yeah, they got those mixins, at, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a custard. Um, what would be a car equivalent of concrete? Uh, it'd be called like an asphalt, and <laughs> it's like <laughs> a dark chocolate concrete. <laughs> That's tight. I need that. Puts, and then they put like a little yellow stripe of something on top, and it's like, damn, it looks like the road. Dude, yeah, I'd, I'd be into it. That sounds fucking tight. It's got like some crushed Oreos or something in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like golden Oreos. Oh uh, yeah. Well, they, they could they could make the stripes out of golden Oreos, and then the other part out of normal Oreos. By the way, the Neapolitan Oreos not good. I, yeah, I have not had Oreos in a long time, and I think I, when I left off, when I like uh, decided to put Oreos on the shelf for a while. Uh, I was, I was in the, I was in the camp that the golden Oreos are better than the normal ones. Wow, I mean, I agree, but I'm, I like both. There, I, I've, I've yet to have like an Oreo that I hate. You know, what <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I've had one Oreo I hate, and that was the Swedish fish Oreo. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't like Swedish fish to begin with, so that's. <laughs> I like Swedish fish, but it is a hacky cake. Like it is literally like the only time I time eat those. when flavors were like sweet or salty. Which, which are gonna pick? It, it seems like something I would get like at a pier, like next to the saltwater taffy shop or something. Like it's not like, 
it seems like something that, like somebody ate this in like 1920 and not in a good way. Like it's not like some, it hasn't stuck around for like good reasons. I'm assuming it's just like the Swedish fish guy is like a king or something. And he, uh, and he's, that's how he's funding this operation for the last <laughs> century. Yeah. And he's passing through Ikea. Cause these can't it be making funny. any money. They can't be making any money. It is funny that all those very 1920s flavors like Swedish fish or, uh, what is it? Whorehound candy. Necco or, wafers. Uh, Necco wafers. All those flavors are like, they're still around with Charleston chew. They're all still around. But, uh, but like, the only one that has survived in any, like, massive way is Coca-Cola. Because Coca-Cola is a very 1920s flavor where it's like, we found a bunch of spices and we put them in a cup. <laughs> but, yeah. damn, they, it's kept around. It's, that is weird that, like, I, we, were they, Coca-Cola, they nailed it so hard <laughs> that when people tried to change it, like, 80 years later, everybody freaked out. And right. they decided we couldn't do, we, we couldn't change it anymore. It's like people from 1920s. I, you know what? You nailed it on Coca-Cola. I think it's the one product that people still like. Now I will say Charleston chews. I do kind of like, uh, I do like a Charleston. I also like the Mary Jane's. I feel like I have a new, this is like a deep, whoa, just sitting here like Alan, what? You can't say that. No, you don't like Charleston chew. No, they're bad. It's like eating chewy chalk. It's fine. Uh, I also do like Necco wafers though. So Necco wafers no. are, are bullshit. They almost, I think they they like went out of business recently, and I'm glad. No. Uh, what about the candy hearts? Am I just stuck with Brock's for the rest of my life? That I think so, like actually. Brock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they went so out of business funny. in 2020. Oh no! Wait, they, hold on. They sold. Wait a second. No, they're dis. They were discontinued from. Oh no, they're back now. Oh god wow. damn it! They went. They went to. A, they had to like leave the Americas and go to Mexico to make them. Um, this makes me mad. Okay, listen, I'm dropping the Republic crazy bit for a minute. This makes me so mad that the Return to Tradition people are mad about like Lola Tony, Lola Bunny's tits, but they're not mad about Necco wafers being sold. <laughs> well, they did get mad about Cracker Jacks when they became Cracker Janes for Women's Month. Uh, that's bullshit. You they should be mad about the toys, which is what I said before. <laughs> is that we should we should go back to like wanting toys in there. I agree. We should be getting more mad about toys. <laughs> like literally, the only benefit of being an American is you get treats and toys. And it's like if we don't get treats and toys, why do we put up with any of this? I know it's such bullshit. This is why I'm now glad I'm in Japan in the countryside. Your cereal fucking boxes to play a bad version of Doodle Jump. You have to scan Fuck a QR. They're putting a QR code in my Cracker Jacks. <laughs> I'm turning into damn, uh, I'm turning into fucking, uh. Dennis Miller? <laughs> I was, not Dennis Miller, I was gonna say, uh, ooh, it's probably a good thing I forgot his name. Who's the, he's, he's about smoking weed and he has the show on HBO. Bill Maher, lock the gates. <laughs> I need to get Folks, that on the soundboard. New rules. It's Club Random up in here. Does Club Random have a good sound stinger? Do they have, like, an intro riff or something? By the way, the Shinzo Abe episode of uh, The Random Room, touching, heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, the Shinzo Abe uh, Club Random is right up there next to the the XXXTentacion Mother's Basement uh, episode. (laughs) Both had Lil Xan on. That's Uh, true. Lil Xan's song about Shinzo Abe. Oh, man. Which rapper is going to drop the first verse about, like, rest in peace, Shinzo? Mori Calliope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If she did, I would take back all the things I said about her being uh, cringe. We, 
I think we say that once an episode, or like we want to forgive you, Mori. Please do something. Well, because like, look, cool. I am looking for. I am always looking for any excuse to forgive a white woman for being cringe. <laughs> <laughs> You're always saying that. Please let me forgive you. Let me forgive you. I have the power please, to do it. I will it. sanctify you. I will raise you upon a pillar. Please, just I don't want say to that. I want to celebrate white women, but they won't let me because they're being uh. too cringe. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but if she did, I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm on board. I'm buying the fucking uh, EP of all these fucking bullshit songs. I'll I'll listen to it. I don't care. I'll I'll do anything as long as I get that Shinzo Abe verse. Right. It's true. Oh, own it on vinyl. That would be anyhow. I, I think. Well, the thing is, I think you wouldn't be allowed to do that because if you were an American in Japan and you made a Shinzo Abe diss track, they would probably like shoot you out of the country in a cannon. Like you <laughs> or would, wor- get, or worse, get, they would raise your rent on your apartment and you couldn't get a new one. Yeah, that'd be yeah, probably that one. Uh, but uh, anyway, well, I'm I'm. I'm on that note, Russ, I'm moving out to the countryside of Japan, I think. Was that the other thing Shinzo told you as he died? That was the other as thing he, he told me. As he laid dying in your arms? He told me that I need to go to the countryside of Japan and I need to uh, to keep continue hitting it raw. And uh, <laughs> and he told me to basically just... I interpreted it like... I I couldn't see the vision in his head, but I, I, I could tell from the tone in his voice. He wanted me to basically do the Thanos farm thing. And just wow. like uh, And just like move, move to the countryside become a simple farmer of uh of i don't know some sort of fucking like uh daikon or something i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, some sort of yeah some sort make of uh, make like a fucking um like miso stock or whatever that's alan that's really beautiful yeah that's what you i know do. you're you for months have been making fun of these catholic trads but you found your own way to become trad and it's a much more even beautiful powerful way i think well, I'm going to try to fuse uh, the two most powerful religions in the world, uh, the most powerful evil religion, Catholicism, and the most powerful <laughs> good religion, Shinto, <laughs> into one. <Yeah. laughs> the Japanese, they're just better product makers. Have you heard about Japanese craftsmanship? They always folded the sword a, a thousand times, and with their religion, they um, they just make it everything a god. So actually, it's the smartest. Yeah, because that means really. like your sword can be a god. You can just get a really That's good... That's true. Your gun, anything. But then it's also scary because your umbrella could get a tongue and lick, lick your butt. Or... That's the problem, is that everything kind of having a soul means everything could turn into a little freaky uh, yokai gremlin guy. And lick your butt. <laughs> I don't know. What... Most yokais want to lick your butt. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what, uh, what, you know, the toilet? What is the toilet yokai again? What, the filth licking toilet thing? Like the one that like What's licks up to- toilets? toilet yokai? I guess he's more of a ghost. The there... Akamanto. Is it like so? Is it a traditional Japanese toilet guy or? No, nah, uh... I was wrong. It's an urban legend. Oh, it's just like a person in that just means like a red cloak or something, right? Like that's just a right. Well, okay. it's just the guy who lives in public stalls and oh, you so, oh, so is he like a, a Bloody Mary, but it's just like a pervert? There's a kurote. A kurote. This is according to yokai.com. So you know, citing from the proper source, probably. Um. A Karote is a bizarre hairy yokai from the Noto Peninsula in Ishikawa Prefecture. Long ago in the province of Noto, there was a samurai named... He lives in a toilet, okay? I don't, I don't want to read too much about He's this. a samurai that lives in a toilet now. <laughs> you kill him in Neo 3, like whatever. 
Yeah. Okay. Man, um, I do need to actually play Neo so I can get, get up to date on all my yokai. Or you could watch The Matrix again and see my friend Neo. Oh. So, um... Yeah, you trying so to sell me an NFT? No. Um... You're going to be hitting it raw out here in rural Japan. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, um, you're going to have... I, one might say your life will become sliceful in a way. You'll be sliceful of life. God, I hope nothing and, happens in my life. <laughs> what's that? I hope nothing happens in my life. Oh. <laughs> I hope that your life is very boring and uh, it has at least one beach episode, but that's about as exciting as it gets. Right. Yeah. I hope you run a store... And then you get to do long scenes of exposition about the product you sell. And then um, maybe you could start selling eggs. And you'll be like, the first egg, the first pasteurized egg was made in blank, blank years. Of blank, blank time. At least five minutes of the 22-minute runtime of my show will be cicada noises. <laughs> yeah. And like it shots of like It always takes place field. during summer. You only mm-hmm. live in summer anymore. Well, yeah. Well, I, when I said I moved to the countryside, I moved to the Higurashi uh, countryside. Well, that's not, I mean, I'd be worried about that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm living up in the hills with the mountain dogs now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, my plan. What's my plan now? Um, you know, I'm going to return to Japanese tradition. For a while, I was the, Port- the Portland Kappa. I did live in a stream. Uh-huh. And now I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to return to the root of the Kappa craze and become a proper Japanese Kappa and then return to America and spread the message of love of the Kappa community. So if anybody knows a Japanese stream, it could be in Kyoto, be Sapporo. I don't know. I just like to, I'll park it somewhere in a stream and uh, I, don't, I don't know, eat cucumbers or something. I mean, you could, you might want to go to Kapabashi street first. The Oh, you're right. I forgot about Kapabashi street. You should go there and see all the statues with it. That are also real life, uh, Kappas that come to life at night, uh, museum, night the museum style. They're gonna they're gonna become my friends, and I'll I'll they'll teach me the secrets of the ways of being a Kappa. That's what I'll probably do. There should be a night at the museum where Ben Stiller goes to Japan, and then uh, like Hachiko the dog like, comes to life and is like running that is around. tight. That Have happen. they made a new? Are they making a new night at the museum? Probably, but it's probably gonna be like Josh Gad is the guy in the museum. No, no. Well, no, no, no. Well, he now, be... now, uh, now he would be like, he would meet all these like canceled people. He'd be like, uh, brother, you're canceled. Wait, is he canceled now or is he? No, no, not Ben Stiller. Uh, like they would meet like people would come to life. Oh, from the past, and they would be canceled people. I well, don't know. They replaced all John the... Smith. Uh, maybe not. They replaced all those guys with the Hamilton versions of those guys, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So like you, you unfreeze uh, Thomas Jefferson, and he does a little dance. And he, yeah, and then for some weird reason, uh, his wife twerks. His, yeah, his his uh, well, wife is a very generous term, Alan. I don't. Yeah, you know what? I said wife, but <laughs> I think that might be what they called her in the play. But that was, but uh, that's what Genghis Khan called all the women. Anyway, we can keep moving on. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he's going to be in Night at the Museum three, starring Josh Gad. Oh my god! You're gonna love his grunts and squeals. I guarantee it. Hey, you know what? There, are, it's gonna be die at the muse- museum free throw, and it'll be a basketball game. I'll uh, um, Space Jam: A New Legacy, and it'll be it'll be all historical figures. It'll be all public domain historical figures. That's right. So. LeBron got trapped in the museum too. <laughs> hey man, it didn't work for him with cartoon characters or media propers. Uh, 
media properties. So why not public domain? What's what's the worst you could lose from that? You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, do you think? OK, so here's what I want to know. So we were already seeing like the fucking uh, Winnie the Pooh public domain bullshit happening. Uh, do you think that like maybe he might not be in like in like Kingdom Hearts anymore? Like they might not want to touch Winnie the Pooh anymore. No, Winnie the Pooh is going to be around forever. I'm afraid like Disney will like not. It's like, I don't want to play. I don't want. They'll do the Andy. I don't want to play with this toy anymore. Now that everybody else <laughs> has got their dirty hands on it. I don't want to touch it. Um, I think the merchandising rights and the Pooh character that we know from Disney are still under Disney's rights. It's just literally the book uh, is in the public domain. Which I know is insane, and copyright laws are fucking stupid and don't make any fucking sense. But that, but the book itself is free, and you can adapt the book any way you want. Wink, wink. And because, like, the ultimate example and the one that drives you fucking crazy the is the Holmes. whole Sherlock Holmes books. You know this whole thing about the, the whole Sherlock thing about Holmes if books? the books where he had emotion versus the ones where he didn't. Right. Yeah. It's you. You can do any Sherlock Holmes story you want if he's mean. But if he's nice, you get you have to pay up. And, and by nice, they mean like has any human emotion at all. The, then his right. estate will try to sue you. That's so tight. It's very sick, actually. Um, it's very very cool. I you know they should just say like you can be Winnie the Pooh, but you could only be the five o'clock shadow version of Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> like the right. old the old weird cartoon version. Right. No, I agree. Or the the Russian one. You should be able to be the Russian Winnie the Pooh. Yes, obviously. The Soviet. We need to, I guess, specify. Yes, we should actually go back. We should, you should, uh, all the, all the uh, Soviet like knockoff cartoons and stuff. They should bring all those back, and those are all public domain now. I guess they probably still I think are. They are. I think they literally are. Well, free they should use them now because they're better than. Oh, the real ones. gotcha. You think they should put out like a Turtle Verse directed DVD movie where Winnie the Pooh meets all of the different public domain Winnie the Poohs? Yes, and release it in China so the guy can see it. Oh my God, Alan! Oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, we're near the grave of Shinzo Abe. It's underneath a zero two statue, and the caption is just like the uh, Beavis and Butthead joke that he never scored. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the that's the one thing about Shinzo is that as much as he loved hitting it raw and nutting inside, he never got to. Um, you owning G? You just, I think I just heard clapping from the. Just, well, it is it is it is the rest of the funeral party who is watching us uh, do this podcast right now. <laughs> but it's polite Japanese clapping, so you can't really. Well, hear that's it the one. Well. That's the one thing they don't tell you about is in Japan. Uh, the most that'll happen is like, like a cop wearing gloves will like wave his hands at you. <laughs> they they just can't really do anything. Well, I don't want to leave our, all these great fans at the funeral waiting. So welcome everybody. This is Hogcast Speedy Delivery. The number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. Welcome, uh, rest of the funeral. <laughs> Usually now, it's so somber at a funeral, but we love, you know, well, it might... I'm the lover of love who loves love lovingly, and I want to love life and love living life with love. Now, Russ, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say what it is because we are in Japan, but uh, you might notice that I swapped out the incense with a little bit something, something a little bit different. Oh, Alan, don't even freaking go there. Oh, if, I, if they find out, <laughs> don't go there, though, because, like, if they find out, I'll go to jail for a thousand years. Oh, no, you'll have to publicly apologize. They'll make me publicly <laughs> apologize, which is even worse than going to jail for a thousand years. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, if you think about it. God. Um, 
uh, man, it would be, you know what? You know what? That's the other thing. Mori Kalaipi, if you got kicked out of Japan for smoking weed, I would I would immediately say you were the coolest person, yeah. the coolest hollow live. And you could come and live in my house with me. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I don't think. That would be too oh, okay. no, the, well, just the wrong. just the music coming through the walls would not be. <laughs> it's going to it's going to bum me out too much. I, I will refuse to have Mori Kalaipi live in my house. Karen Demon Dice though. Uh, no, actually the music's even worse. Like don't don't do oh, that. No, I don't. I literally, if you played the two, I what what makes one better or worse than the other? One is the more of the. Um, I think the the Mori stuff is more um, generic. Uh, it's the kind of. It's not like. A, I, I don't think she's as edgy. I guess in those, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's I like it goes. Th- it goes through one filter of uh, of there a like rapper a, with a side project. I'm trying to think of anybody. It's like, oh, uh, you know, that's their main stuff, and then they have their indulgent secondary stuff. But I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, not any current ones, at least. <laughs> um, Kanye is the only one that's really doing in, indulgent like albums, and he's he there, there is no there is no like toned down version of him. So I remember Lil B put out that rock song and said he was going to put out a whole album of it, and then I'm like, I don't know, Lil B. Oh no, we should have guessed with all the feet picks, huh? Uh, I don't know, man. Keep to the mixtapes, baby. I'll keep listening to those. Oh man. Well uh keep posting feet picks, King. Man, is he still doing that? I don't know. I I, I soft blocked him because at the time I was afraid somebody might get mad at me for following Lil B. And then uh I've changed as a person I don't care anymore, but now I'm like but now you're also not interested in Little B anymore because he doesn't really. That's do true. It. I mean, like the rest of America, we've lost the base guy sensibilities. I guess that that is like Jordan Peterson's. Like we've strayed too far from the base god's <laughs> path. That's so true. We're we're a base godless society. <laughs> you with the woke moralist mob has canceled Little B. <laughs> that would I mean, like he would be. If you told me he was like uh like one of the like the of the like growing industry of right wing rappers, he's about of the same quality as a lot True. of those guys. Hey, come on! That are doing well. I mean, most What's of those guys. That's that one song where he used the the Titanic song as a sample. That's a good song. Man. That was that was actually good. Well, that's the thing is he would immediately be better than all of them because most of those guys are white. So like he would True. be he would he would they're like cranking out like he's they're gonna finally take Tom McDonald down. Yeah, they're they're cranking out like their fucking Maury Kalaipi shit. He's like at least can make a beat and like has experience making McDonald's okay songs. Song? I I heard I listened to like thirty seconds and went, oh no, because you think on some level people would be like, like there's something be something good about it, but it's bad. It's, it's like not. Good. It's just like, it's just the Grease Man fucking Supreme Court rap over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say, Grease Man Supreme Court rap. Better than any Maury Calliope song I've heard. Whoa, okay. I don't know if I go that far. He says nacho cheese at the end, Russ. True. It's pretty good. <laughs> and it is a song about how much the Grease Man loves anal, which is kind of weird. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bobbledygee. What is it? Hobbledygee is no, it's normal. B- it's Bobbledygee. Yeah, it's Bobbledygee is, uh... Anyway, we the Grease like Man insane. The Grease Man is banned from Shinzo's Abe's, uh funeral because uh, Shinzo Abe was a uh, hated uh, hated uh, Snarlins and Bobbledygee. He only <laughs> he only approved of Bobbledygee. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. 
I'm sure glad our fans definitely know who uh, the Grease Man. Who the is. Grease Man is the disgraced, the disgraced, very racist, racist shock jock from Pennsylvania, I think. Who, but who talk? Who talks like talk like a cartoon, like a bad? I don't know. He talks like one of the cartoons that Ren and Stimpy was parodying. <laughs> <laughs> like he talks like a like an old like fucking like 1940s like 50s guy. It's very strange. Uh, because he's probably like a million years old now at this point. How old is the Grease Man? I don't know. Grease Man. What? Yes, he's he's younger than Trump. <laughs> That's weird to think about. Uh, he's about the same age as Trump, but but not quite. Damn, dude. Do you think oh, so? They both grew up in New York. Do you think Trump's ever met the Grease Man? <laughs> It could happen. I don't know. I feel like I don't know if he fits those circles. I don't I, know. Trump's met Howard Stern before, right? Like he's been on his show. Oh, they're friends. They're, they're friends. close yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both weird New York guys. Do you think Man Cow has ever tried to like get in touch with Trump? To like, oh uh, well, in recent years, yes, very much so. Like, like every what, day. how close he's got is the thing. Um, maybe in the '90s he might have gotten Trump on his show almost once. I think that I think Trump and Howard Stern were too close. That he would he would probably hated Mancow. I think Trump hates Mancow. If you ask Trump, like if I if I had a magic wish, and I I I, I used it to ask Trump one question, mm-hmm. it's very specific. Um, you know, some people might be like, "How dare you, sir?" Or like, "Orange man, where's the P tape?" Like, <laughs> yeah. We. Why, why? Why did you have Mueller sent to a death camp and replaced the robot by the Russians? Um, I would ask him, like, what do you feel about Man Cow? He said, mm, "Grimy little freak, I hate him." You know what I mean? Very rude little man. I think very he's rude like... little man. He was mean to Howard. I think don't he's... care much for Howard these days. But he's not cool anymore. You know, people don't he's talk failure. about people don't talk about it. But I think this guy's lying. <laughs> I'm the only one that's seen this, I think. But he, he, I think he's lying. It's true. Oh, man. He went... Yeah, he, did you see his Elon thing? Like, about when uh, him and Elon had some sort of beef earlier this week? Oh, of course. It was great. It's legendary. Yes, and now and now leftists, leftist loons like me are so confused of which one of these guys I have to support <laughs> in this. Your ideals are always in flux these days. Well, because when every time I see a, a uh, an event in, in the public consciousness, I must take a side <laughs> and defend it. I have to take exactly. I, I have to become a, a defender of one of these guys, and I just don't know who could I who who. Oh man, what a. When Alien versus Predator came out, you you said anybody who sides with the Predators are Predators. That's true. <laughs> anyway, so hey, uh, hey, speaking of uh, Aliens versus Predators, I hear some uh, flip flapping of some wings. Oh yeah, that's right. The segment that I keep forgetting we do every week. Yeah, you. It's, it's weird. It's really weird that you forget. Maybe that's why you're you're not there for most of these segments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm usually checking my phone. Yeah, I, I uh, calibrating water... my watch. <laughs> Water comes through my cigar box for what cigar I'll smoke tonight. Yeah, Watto, uh, Watto comes in the uh, part of the podcast where Russ is uh, is sifting through his cigar box. What <laughs> what do adults do? I, I trim my uh, bonsai tree, listening to jazz. Yeah, okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit all right. like that. I think your Watto's here. Okay, three, two, one, go.
Oh, Shinzo. Oh, 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 Shinzo. How did you know Shinzo Abe? Oh, he, he visited. He did a diplomatic tour to Toydaria. Oh, Abe. What was he doing in Toydaria? Like, what the... We were talking about, you know, all sorts of things, Abe. Were, you know, are trade. There, are there moonies on, Tor- on Toydaria? <laughs> we have many moons in Toydaria. Oh, okay. And on the moons are moonies. That's what we call the species who live there. Oh, but they do still have bullet crowns. Yeah. They're laser bullets, though. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, that's what. Uh, did, did you did you were able to? to you're a, you're a tech guy. Do you see that gun the guy built? Maybe you can help the. Where do you, where do you, how do you think he put that thing together? Is that some oh, sort of? Oh, I need no uh, republic credits. Don't work here, though. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> He has to pay, Alan. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Uh, Watto got out. Sorry, I was, uh. Watto got out of Blaster and and flew out the window. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to track down the bullet crowd guy and blast us. Or, very, or even worse, he might hire a guy to hire a guy to hire some bugs to do it. Oh, oh my no. God. Which, uh, he could hire Dengar. Oh, the mummy man. Hire, yeah. uh, you know, purchase an IG-88. Uh, Dr. Ephazon. All sorts of shit. What's that? Dr. Ephazon. <laughs> Dr. Ephazon. Anybody. Zuckus? Could Zuckus, Zuckus get in the could Zuckus get into the fray? I think, I think Zuckus is in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking Zuckus <laughs> oh, is. So here. we get Zuckus in the mix. Yeah. Hey DJ, get some Zuckus in the mix. Oh man. Uh speaking of things we're getting in the mix. What that's about? right. Pizza, Trosk? Pizza. Was that his name? Trosk? What? What was the like lizard guy? Yeah, I think it was Trosk. Shut up. It's time for Pizza Pizza. <laughs> uh, I think pizza, it actually pizza. was Bosk. Pizza Pizza. There. Pizza Pizza. <laughs> it was it was Bosk. It guy. was Bosk. Okay, I do know the guy hey, you're talking about. But we're about. talking not about Bosk. We're talking about the boss of pizza. The little Caesar. That's right. Pizza Pizza. I'm doing it for the fifth time. <laughs> pizza Pizza. <laughs> I'm telling you that the little the, the Greek freak the one about the Italian manly man. That's right, folks. Little Caesar's we couldn't call him a stallion because he's not that big because he is a little Caesar. No. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Some people call me. That's right. It's Dr. Pizza Stone. Oh, oh yeah. Good morning, uh, That's the updated Dr. Stone intro from the, uh, from the recent OVA. Really? Yes. Have you watched that one yet? I haven't watched any Dr. Stone anime except maybe the first episode with you. That shit rules. I'm behind everyone. Uh, Well, it's very good. Um, But speaking of things that are very good, I made my best pie of all time tonight. Wow. Yes. So after we've, we've talked about how in, in my, in my uh, pizza quest that I'm currently on, uh, I, I think I, I more or less perfected the crust to my liking, or at least I thought so. Um, and I had uh, nailed down a sauce that I liked. Now I'm starting to take those, like those ideas and tweak them a little bit to see if I can just get them a little bit better. So I'm going to send a picture of this fucking pizza. I, I ate Russ. Uh, so this is a pizza, uh, using my, my same spicy red sauce and using the, uh, the King Arthur, uh, flour recipe and flour, but I tweaked their recipe to add two things, uh, more sugar, and more salt. Um, their recipe that they have is like, it works fine, but I feel like by the time 
you let the dough rise for like 24 hours, it like pretty much depletes all the sugar. The yeast eats up all the sugar in the, in the dough. So like you don't get a very flavorful crust at the end. It, it, it's good texturally, but I think a little bit extra salt and sugar help. Then the other thing um, is that I, I liberally coated it with olive oil once the, the dough had been kneaded and I was letting it do a final rise. Um, and I think that helps it get a little bit more of the, uh, the good browning. I usually, I would, before that I was just coating the pan with, with oil, but this time I coated the dough itself. And I think that does help get a little bit more of a golden hue on the top of the crust. I, I used to I used to put the butter on the crust occasionally. I've done that too. That works also pretty well. The other thing is I've done is you can kind of see I I do sprinkle parmesan around kind of the inner uh kind of like the edge of where the crust interact intersects with the cheese and some of those parmesan uh strands get on the crust and get you know like a little bit charred or orangey and those are those are very good. That helps a lot. Damn, dude. The other thing I did is so this pizza that I've shown here is just pepperoni, uh, sliced jalapeno. And uh, spicy red sauce. I did top it with uh, hot honey, um, just because I have a bottle of that hot honey, and I, it's good on. It's very good for a pizza like this because the crust. If it, I, I kind of drizzle it towards the outer edge, so that way the crust has that sweet hot honey at the edge whenever you get to that bit, so that it's yeah, not just yeah. like a bland. You know, it's not just like the the crust alone. But the the other thing I tried that was a little bit unconventional here is that jalapeno was sliced frozen and put on the pizza. Uh, wow. Yes. I sliced the, because as we all know, there's a couple of different ways that can happen when you put fucking peppers on a pizza. One, it either has a bunch of water on the pizza and then you have like a big wet pizza that happens a lot with frozen pizzas, right? Uh, or you put a fucking vegetable on the pizza and this happens sometimes when you go to a fucking blaze or whatever, you put like peppers on there and it gets like singed and like kind of dries out a little bit. You know what I mean? I, I sliced them, but I sliced them very, very thin so that they wouldn't let out much water, but then also they would still cook through and, and get, uh, you know, get a little bit crispy without drying out too much. And I think that that worked out pretty well in, texturally in terms of what I got for the jalapenos. Um, the one thing that is a little bit tough is that a lot of the seeds fall out, uh, so it's not really that spicy. Uh, it, it's It's good, but it's not like as spicy as I had wanted it to be. I kind of had to lean a little bit heavier on the hot honey if I wanted it to be a bit right. spicier, but I am just a heat seeker. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I, it makes sense. You, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to add a little bit of your extra external hot sauce. Now, the next thing I'm going to start getting into, cause I told my dad about my, uh, my, my, my two pizza a week, uh, pizza journey that I'm doing right now. And, uh, he had suggested like, I, would you say they're a journey or a quest? Like you said earlier, and more of an experiment. I guess they're pizza experiments. They're uh, more. They're more uh, the scientific process. It is true, but I am. A, but it is the journey of, of of technological process. Just like just true. as Sen- just as Senku once made it to the moon, I too <laughs> will will reach these heights of of pizza that no one has ever reached before. Um, no, you're always saying this. I'm always saying this. But his his suggestion was that I need to get into uh, different types of sausage to try putting on the pizza. I gotta get. I gotta try some different meats out because I've just been doing pepperoni this whole time. Uh, I need to try some. I need to go like, see if I can get some fucking linguisa or some like uh, some fancy sausage. You know, you gotta go hit up your local sausage shop. Now your delightful Italian stereotype to there. By the way, Alan, I don't know if we've ever covered this in pizza news. Can I ask you something? Yeah. What? Yeah. What's up? Uh, did you know that they redesigned Tony the pizza guy? Whoa! What the fuck? Is he hunky? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> oh, uh, here. Let me take a send you a photo. Yeah, they they they've made him less portly and more 
a UPA flat. Oh, you know, I don't like easily this. vector. He looks what? like a ripoff of the of the, of Little Caesar. I don't like it. You don't like it? You think he's a he's a faker? First of all, they <laughs> even they hate to see a big boy winning, so they got him off the they took him <laughs> off the box. Yeah, they they won't show the gut because they're afraid of what's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Also, he has the exact same nose as fucking Little Caesar. Uh, <laughs> it's the same profile as Little Caesar. I don't like it. Yeah. Second of all, those Tony's pizzas suck. Um, the only other thing I have to report is at Walmart the other day. I saw I saw that. Yeah. And I also saw that they're selling in their like little Walmart pre-packaged like take and bake pizzas. Mm-hmm. They had a corn pizza. Oh, just corn or just corn? Okay. Let me see if I can find it. It was truly like just corn, huh? Just corn. I mean, people do be loving corn. I don't know. Maybe there's lots of Europeans in my area who love freaking corn. You've got like a, a like a high Dutch population or something. Like, oh yes, we love corn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Mexican style street corn pizza. Okay, you know that's maybe the best way I could think of. For like a corn pizza. It's still just corn. <laughs> it's corn, diced jalapenos, chili powder seasoning with creamy white sauce on a thin crust. I don't know. Eh, I mean, it's, I, at that point, I would say, is this really pizza? Because it just seems kind of like a flatbread. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, the, the line between flatbread and pizza is very thin. <laughs> Only a Sith deals with absolutes, though. That's true. That's true. Uh you know when Mace Windu developed that one form of the Force that was fu- funneled by him being very angry, and it was the closest. What was to the, it called again? Uh, oh God, what Mace was it? Windu. Mace Windu secret martial art. Form seven. <laughs> For his use of Vapod. 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 Well, there's two. Yeah, Form Seven has two disciplines: Juyo and Vapod. <laughs> I, as well as the ferocity form, or the seventh form of lightsaber combat. seventh form, dude. This is that's so, so tight. Why did they get rid of all this shit in the extended universe? Why do they do Darth that? Maul, a Juyo practitioner. Use the form against... Oh my god, Darth Maul was a Juyo user. That's so cool. Whoa! Can you imagine him using Juyo while he has his robot spider legs? <laughs> why did, Why wasn't that not in like the fucking Han Solo movie? Why was it not just him with big spider legs, just like, you know, doing a bunch of crazy shit? Um, that would have been too cool and too fun. Too expensive. And if, if somebody looks doesn't look exactly like the character, somebody might forget who it is. I don't know. Uh, also, if uh, if if they do if they have an extended action sequence without somebody interrupting to say, "Oh, that happened," then uh, the audience might think we're being sincere and that we think the things that are happening are cool. We need to right. we need to be saying we need to be making fun of it a little bit. Um, not to sidetrack once again off of Star Wars. I did watch Commando the other day. Oh, sick. Well, last night. And it was funny watching something where the clips were actually, like, funny. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good. And I think this is my theory about it. And I, I, I tweeted this, but I want to say it out loud to somebody who gives a shit. A lot of, just friends, not friends, just business partners. But the whole thing about Commando is that you're supposed to be like, oh, John Matrix, he knows what the fuck is up. And he's doing one-liners because he's above it all. He, like, he's fucking cool. He's fucking... He's control of every situation, and now like every like when Thor goes, uh, did that just happen? It's just like trying to trick people to thinking these characters are reacting to things. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, they're not saying one-liners because they because like they're they think this is a game to them. They're saying right. one-liners because like they're trying to like 
be like ironic or like, uh, or like, and it's always like one liners, like, uh, he's behind me, isn't he? Or something like that. Right. Like, you know, it's like them being like a loser. It's like, this sucks. Right. And this it has sucks. nothing to do with the situation, by the way. Like you could insert that line into anything. Nothing's going to be yeah. as good as, as let off some steam Bennett. <laughs> it's very tight. Uh, have you watched running man? No, I need to. He does. I mean, he does that. Well, that's the classic, uh, uh, here's sub zero now just plain zero. <laughs> <laughs> very cool i did download cobra oh i uh oh i need still need to watch that one <laughs> that one's that's pretty good i watched uh fucking uh prince of darkness the other day john carpenter oh, prince really? of darkness that's a good one you ever want to see a movie about evil goo that's the devil <laughs> or i'm always thinking about an evil goo an evil goo that's the devil slash anti-god watch uh prince prince of darkness um rest did you eat any pizzas oh you went to mod right well, Alan, thank you for spoiling my big surprise. No, not really. Um, yeah, I was driving back from my commute, and I, I was like, I gotta review something for the fucking podcast. I've missed out on pizza for a while, but I also don't have a lot of time. And that's so exactly what's something... what, that's exactly what Mod Pizza is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what it's yeah, for. Quick service, but restaurant. I will say, I did groan out loud when I went, oh, "Am I fucking going to Mod Pizza?" That's how most people feel when they go to mod, I think. For my fucking podcast that I do, I don't make any money from this. I'm spending my hard-earned money to go to I, I could, mod. I could be eating Arby's or something, but I, instead I have to eat something that I know I'm not going to like very much. I could get the little, I could get two buffalo chicken sliders, the, the perfect amount of food. Honestly, Russ, if you're, ever, if you're ever in a situation like that, just go get a pizza slider at Arby's. <laughs> they don't make them anymore. Oh, they don't fucking, oh, you're right. Fuck. They killed it. Tell you I, what, because I was literally thinking about it the other day, Ugh. and um, if you wanted something pizza-like substance, you're just gonna have to go with the mozzarella cheese stick. That's a, that's a real shame. They might be able to make you like they might be able to hack some sort of like pizza for you out of a out of a gyro in the mozzarella <laughs> cheese sticks. They'll use the gyro wrap, and they'll like you could. You could I, the sad part about it is, Alan, like that would be better know, than most things. I think Arby's is like the one place where like the meat. You isn't just like you know how the subway meat is all turkey product, but with like that's it's like dyed color. or whatever. Yeah, it's like dyed turkey or versus not dyed turkey. I think Arby's most of the meat is real. They killed a deer and gave it to me when I bought that venison sandwich. That's true. They tracked it down and cut its throat for you, or they found roadkill. Who's yeah, they, it was it was killing of the sacred deer, and they did that right and had my Arby's. <laughs> if you eat the sandwich, then all of your children's limbs will stop working. Very Alan's cool. already got it in their fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Damn good sandwich. I would be there with Actually, you. Actually, the venison sandwich was maybe the worst sandwich I've ever had at Arby's because it was grisly. It was, I'm like, oh, maybe this is why people don't eat deer that often. Well, he the, the boy he saved the killing of a sacred deer, I think was Druig, so. That's true. So that was the worst boy. Yeah. I am I like Druig. Don't, I'm not hating. Don't be mean to Druig. <laughs> Please, I'm not. What if, I really wish that all the I really wish all the Eternals people were still out here. You I wish I, mean? the, I wish that the K Hive people became Eternals people, and that the, they Killer were vi- instinct people. I don't know who you're talking. No, about. No, the K Hive people. I want the K Hive people to. Become- oh, I heard K I. Okay, my bad. No, I want K Hive people. Also, I want Killer Instinct people <laughs> to become to become Eternals people. I want people defending like Kingo with like a violent passion. Like I oh, want, yeah. like, I, I want like you know like how like K-pop fans like doxed like uh, 
will like dox somebody if they say anything, you know, mean about twice. I want that happening. But for like people that are talking shit about Druig. That's online. so funny. I, I do think about how Eternals flopped and the MCU fans brushed under the rug, which is like, that's basic human behavior. That's what we all think. That's all what we all do now. When I, when something I like fails or when somebody I like doesn't do good, I just pretend I never liked it in the first place or I knew it was going to be bad, but you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm, I, I get to ignore my, but man, in my heart of heart, I really wish there was a hardcore Eternals fandom that was out there and out to kill. That's just how I, that's just me though. Well, cause they were, pu- they were pushing it as being like this prestige Marvel movie. Cause right. they were like, we got this, we got this great director and we we're going to have this first sex scene and this is a real movie. This has got uh, Angelina Jolie in it. It is very funny that they, they're they like, I want my prestige TV in Marvel. Yeah. I want to make a photocopy of a photocopy and then photocopy that photocopy on top of a photocopy. Well, there's nothing, there's, there's no better. Here's the one thing. Of all the different Marvel characters you could do a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy for, <laughs> it would be the Eternals because they are that photocopy. That's true. They they were Jack Kirby photocopied the work that got stolen from him by DC. I'd say yes. Stuff from him. They they did. Um, <laughs> it's Mar- Comic books are so fun to talk about. They're it's so it's so fun. It's not really just make like, me laugh and smile. It's not just like three guys screwing people over for all eternity. It's uh, it's it's very fun. I like it. It's good. Well, now it's like 12 guys screwing people over for a tournament. Well, it's, so, it's one mouse. the number went up, I it's, guess. It's one mouse uh, screwing people over for all eternity. Oh, this little mouse, Anaheim, who went on a train and met Walt Disney on a train and now has a dream. What was the name of the song? I think it's something like that. Where's the steamboat <laughs> get fit into this? <laughs> well, I like, hey, come on. I like trains and steamboats. We don't need to hate on the vehicles. That's the one. That's the one thing that uh, that I'm okay with at Disney. It's like I just want to go see the tram. Give me, give me on there. Uh, I've got some some huge news. Not really. I don't know why this is actually in the New York Post, but it was. So I'm reporting on it. Was it the vibes are hot now thing? No, it's uh, woman eats 24 inch. You could give a person a boner through your like brain power by doing the secret or something. Is that a new? Is that something they're saying now? No, they had a post. They didn't read it. Twitter told me to read it before I posted about it, but I didn't. Um, they were like, "Hotness is a vibe now. You just feel it." I'm like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I've, yeah, for, I've, yeah, I'll yeah, def- it, definitely, definitely." <laughs> I'm feeling it, man. I, yeah, we're feeling it. We're feeling it. Yeah, I feel that all the time, bro. You know, that's sad yeah. because that means that, like, if you're if we're not getting Tinder matches, we just have bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> now it hurts twice as hard. Now it's even worse. I can't even lead back on the looks thing. Yeah. Um, well, here's something you might, you might, you might, this might be, oh, maybe this lady's single. <laughs> it's like that SpongeBob episode. I have, bad, he has bad vibes. <laughs> He's ugly. <laughs> he has bad vibes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I've always been ugly and I have bad vibes. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just fucked. <laughs> Oh, sponge cell. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The New York Times is a funny place. It's the New York Post, actually. They call it. They are. Oh, my bad. I heard the New York Times. I maybe I just have that on my head today. Times. Uh, a woman eats twenty-four inch pizza all by herself. What the fuck? Is, 
this is in the New York Post. Uh, competitive eater. Okay, so she's a competitive eater, which makes this like not really news. I don't know what they're reporting on it. <laughs> the man works on sidewalk. Construction worker. Uh, Katrina eats mean? kilos, who boasts 62,000 followers on Instagram. So it's not even a really That's big not- account. Uh, I mean, it's a big account, but it's like, why are you reporting on this? Um, when, does, she, does she post thirst pics, but they're just her drinking a lot of water? I mean, this is a video of her eating a giant pizza, if you want to consider that a thirst pick. Uh, also, her thirst pics, yeah, it should just be her dipping the pizza in water. <laughs> True. Uh, they, now, she does have a, a very large drink, and uh, here's something interesting. A big tub of marinara that she was dipping the pizza into. She's using the food lube. That's that competitive advantage that we've been talking about all these years of food lube. Right. We've always been championing that. Uh, she ate this this 24-inch pizza in 21 minutes flat. That's pretty good time. Uh, I Damn, dude. I decided to order Hawaiian-style pizza to stir up some pineapple belongs on pizza debates. Uh, customers who complete the challenge in less than an hour get a T-shirt and their photo on the wall. I think they're... You know, Russ, I kind of wish we did this. I don't know if it's still around when you were here. Uh, there is a... There's like a pizza place out in Black Mountain that does have like a 24 inch pizza. And if it's like, it's one of those things where if you eat it all, you get your, your picture on the wall, that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's like you and like some, a, a certain number of people can uh, take this challenge. Maybe, maybe we could raise the stakes and be like, you have to play our podcast over the speakers every day. Yeah. It, uh, yes. It's like uh, each one of us will eat a whole pizza and you get to, you have to, <laughs> <laughs> we'll eat a whole pizza and you can dump a bottle of ranch dressing on top. Uh, have you ever had a giant pizza, Russ? Like a giant pizza like this? I've never had a, what do you mean like eaten it, but purchased it for myself? I mean, just like, have you even had a slice of one? Yes, I have. I have. My college would have like those giant 24 inch pizzas and then cut them into squares. Mm, Okay. Um, I think it was called like pizza connection and they, they were the ones who would make in they, they, those were like omnipresent at every, like bad school function where people didn't want to be there and if you try to make friends with anybody they'd get mad at you Very you cool. know one of those situations. I, love the, I love those when they have those at college for grown adults yeah when people are like oh i'm gonna become friends with somebody because we have mutual appreciation for our school and they're like i i am forced to be here i swear somebody i've told this story to i think i might have told the story before have i ever told you about the time that i i went to some stupid meeting late at night on campus because there's a some graffiti some chalk message on the ground that said like sloths meet here at 6 p.m. And I, uh, and it was just some stupid presentation about the rainforest. And I didn't even get to see a live sloth. Um, I went to a young Democrat meeting once. That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) I did go to one. I I think about this often. All we did was talk about like those freaking Republic crazies over there, you know, spreading the hate or whatever. Russ, if you want to, to you can, you can pretend my sloth story was real. If somebody asks you that again, so you don't have to tell the Democrat (laughs) story. Uh, <laughs> you can say that you, that happened to you instead. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I did. I went to one young Democrat meeting. I was very lonely. Um, and then. So was I. And I was trying to meet a sloth. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. If you, I, was fr- I want to become friends with a sloth. Come on. Maybe it was a giant sloth and you could have just chilled. God. Oh, yeah. L- watch you eat all these. T- pull down these big trees to eat. <laughs> just getting mad. You're just getting fucking pissed. How could we have? How could human beings have destroyed you, you beautiful God. creatures? I want to. I'm gonna. I want to replace all the people with giant sloths. That'd be. Hey, we live in a much cleaner, kinder, nicer society if we 
if we just fucking stopped and slowed down a bit, am I right, folks? Yeah, that's me and the sloth. We're, we're here. Uh, we're, we're here protesting to, for the legalization of weed. Everybody needs to, to get to get couch locked with me and the sloth. I know this is probably just a three toed like tree sloth, but uh, if our if our organs were upside down, I think we'd have a different perspective. <laughs> Fuck, it's true. If my if my stomach was turned upwards. I think I I think twi- once or twice about you know other people and other cultures. That's if, all I'm. If saying. I was if I was growing a, co- a colony of algae on me, I might feel connected to the world around me in a, in a different way. <laughs> if I only pooped once a week, think about how much water I'd be saving. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yep. Um, well, speaking of people that are climbing, um, man cut loose after crawling down pizza oven vent. Police say. Um, in Lithonia, Georgia, a man became trapped trying to crawl through a vent from a strip mall roof into a pizza restaurant. Um, he was trying to break into the the Little Caesars outlet in, at this like outlet mall in Lithonia, Georgia, uh, 15 miles east of Atlanta. Uh, Brittany Davis, a U.S. Army recruiter that I guess is hanging out at the strip mall, um, told Atlanta Journal-Constitution she could hear the man yelling for help when she arrived for work at a neighboring office. I looked on the roof, but I couldn't see anybody. Uh, said a Little Caesars employee told her she could, he could hear the man's voice coming from inside the oven. <laughs> Didn't you think they thought there was like a ghost in the oven or something? <laughs> Maybe they thought Little Caesar was trapped. <laughs> my, my pizza, my pizza oven's haunted. Um, this little, it, this little Italian man is trapped in your oven. Do you think they might think it's like some sort of like a borrower or like a brownie or sprite? It's the Twilight Zone, the Twilight Zone episode where the like little the gremlin on the wing, but he's like, he's dropping his <laughs> no, now, now he's that might, real. They might think they listen have a, to me. Instead of a gremlin on the wing, it's annoyed on the wing. Oh no. Um, I guess yeah. The little Caesar would be like a he would be a borrower and the noise. If I were to option a p- movie called like Pizza Wars, I think the little Caesar would be a hero battling the evil Noids. That yeah, he would. He would. Well, he would impale them with his spear, his pizza spear. You know, <laughs> I keep saying that Space Jam: A New Legacy was a flop. Was it? I think so. Probably. It's a movie in pandemic, so probably. But uh, they will never know because it was also on streaming, and the right. numbers for that it, are impossible. Right. Um. Yeah. But uh, I'm saying he, I mean, he could jump in the Blaze game and make a Pizza Wars movie where he has to play basketball with all these pizza style characters. Against Papa John himself. Or actually, (laughs) I guess they'd use Shaq. They'd use Shaq since he is a basketball man and the replacement for Papa John. Dude, he could battle, like, Shaq's been corrupted. (laughs) Evil Shaq. Evil Shaq. Um, So uh, (laughs) this man, uh, when they cut him out, they said... They said he was in pain and had a panic attack. <laughs> what would be his uh what would be his nobody name? Shaq uh, X. Uh, it'd be like uh Zashk? Zashk. Yeah, be Zashk. <laughs> be Zashk. This is a joke for Robbie. I hope he hears this one. <laughs> hope he hears this king. Uh they cut out this man for the pizza oven. He was uh, in pain and had a panic attack. Uh, they're not sure when he crawled in at night because they said that the oven still gives off a lot of heat. Uh, for a few hours after the store closes. So, like, uh, he probably had to wait a while before he could... Or maybe he fell down into the oven and it was still hot, and that's why he was freaking out. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that would be... That would that is. Do you think this was, like, a uh, a three little pigs situation? 
I I was gonna say it was like a chimney sweep. Like maybe it's a little little boy who got lost in time, and uh, he's like a little chimney sweep. Maybe they do hire like pizza sweeps. Oh, pizza oven sweep. oh God! If I could be a pizza sweep, I'd I'd love that. You get all the free crispy pepperonis at the bottom you want, and maybe I get to meet Pizza Mary Poppins. Oh, <laughs> Alan, are you going after some uh, Mary Poppin? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be Mary Poppin something. Jeez, uh, Louise. Did Lynn Manuel get any Mary Poppin action? I don't think so. The Mary Poppin Daddies? I don't think <laughs> the Mary Poppin Daddies is pretty good. Okay. Uh, That's the name of my band. Did Lynn Manuel fuck? Mary Poppins. There, his, um, there is absolutely no way there was any sort <laughs> Did, of... That's a Google search. Did Lin-Manuel Miranda fuck Mary Poppins? Let's find out. Also, fuck Mary Poppins is my favorite game to play. Oh my god, that's so edgy. Did, who, did he play Mary Poppins Love Interest? I don't know. I've, I don't know anybody who watched that Mary Poppins movie. Yeah, I heard it was supposed to be okay, I guess. Uh-huh, I, I doubt it. But <laughs> I mean, he was in it, so it couldn't have been great. Oh my god! I didn't know there was a space space champion. Sorry, I'm easily distracted. I'm a is child. it the original or is it LeBron? It's the original, and it was the Sega table. So it must have been something like uh, the uh, Frankenstein Sega table. It's a great table. I think Gottlieb. Um. Anyway, we need, <laughs> we need to keep moving on. Great news! Pizza candle. That's uh, a pizza oh candle has my. come out. Uh, this is made in small batches in, uh, wait, who's making this one again? Tuscany? No, in, in Bushwick. Uh, who's, who's selling this? Who's selling this? Uh, it's somebody selling a, an NYC pizza candle and it was, it has an article on fashionista.com. So, uh, oh, it's made by, uh, some tattoo artist or something, whatever. But it has, uh, it's from Bushwick, so it's annoying. Oh, wait, oh, a white woman probably made it. Hold on, wait, I take oh, it back. Do they make it in a bodega on a rooftop bodega? Probably. <laughs> they made it in Hey Arnold's, in Hey Arnold's bedroom. <laughs> yeah, they made it in Hey Arnold's room. That's, uh, I, hey that's, Arnold would be a candle guy now. I hate, I fucking hate how all the New Yorkers are like, yeah, I, I'm a, I went to Hey Arnold's room last Friday. <laughs> it's a house show at Hey Arnold's room. It's out on the rooftop with Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's crazy, but he's actually really down to earth, dude. And Grandma, Grandma seems like she's seen now, but I think she knows more than all of us, dude. <laughs> oh, she I saw the Humans of New York post, but it's Grandma from Hey <laughs> It's fucking, it's fucking stinky. <laughs> 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 the stinkies of New York. Everybody's saying I'm racist. <laughs> You know, he's had Stinky's to, not racist. <laughs> Stinky not racist. We've talked about <laughs> Stinky not racist. <laughs> you know, Stinky would fit in really well in Brooklyn because he's got the side shaved top hair. <laughs> <laughs> you got the hipster hair already? I'm gonna the any if you look at like any uh New York writer that writes for like uh I don't know, what publication? Like Quillette or some shit. She's like, this is my boyfriend and it's stinky. <laughs> it's like every every one of those guys looks like stinky but wearing a flannel shirt <laughs> with like a, a curled mustache and beard. This is my boyfriend stinky. <laughs> he grew up in New York but talks like this. He grew up in a in a like wood cabin in a like lot in New York. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's a, and he's Stinky not a vampire. Is, <laughs> Stinky must be friends with the Cumbtown guys because staff follows him on Twitter. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We need to we need to find a picture of three guys in Hey Arnold and put it next to each other and say this is come down. It's like stink it's like stinky Sid and, and and Harold. I'm making myself choke on my own joke. Actually, you That's know so what? Annoying. If uh if we had a picture of Ernie from uh Hey Arnold, that would just kind of uh no wait, no not Ernie. Who am I thinking Damn, of? Dude. Who looks like Stavin? Uh. I guess he's bald, but he's short. I don't know. Uh this pizza candle. Um, it has notes of pizza, baked bread, and rosemary. Uh, what does notes of pizza mean? Pizza could be anything. Rosemary and baked bread, I get, but like, is there a tomato element in there? Does it smell like cheese? What does it smell like pizza? I- I'm imagining it just smells like a fucking pizza Pringle, is what I'm imagining this candle smells like. I'm sorry, Quillette girlfriend, stinky boyfriend. <laughs> stinky boyfriend. <laughs> Do you think Stinky has a podcast? Stinky has a podcast. It's a, it's a come town adjacent podcast. Mm, okay. Nick Mullen says he's going to go on it at some point. He even called him out on an episode once. Hey, Stinky. <laughs> Shouts out to Stinky. And then called him the Arsler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Stinky, you Arsler. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they so mean to I Stinky? I think Stinky's one of my favorite characters. Because every time I think about him, he makes me laugh. <laughs> There's a lot of Hey Arnold characters like that that I just think about him. Just, I'm just smiling. He talks like that, but he lives in Seattle, New York, or wherever they live. I thought it was Chicago, New so York. Fucking t- <laughs> no, it's Seattle, New York. I've never been to Seattle, so or I guess I've been to the airport there. I don't care. I thought it was Chicago, Well, the guy New grew York up in Seattle, reason. but then he based the skyline off New York, I think. And, and the apartment that all the New Yorkers know about. Right. I don't think... Everybody well, there's in New no York, rent control. Everybody in New York has goes up on the rooftops and they have a, a skylight in their apartment uh, that they it share. Kind of bum me people. out when you say it like that, realizing that your grandpa's a landlord. Uh, it's a boarding house, which makes it seem like it's better than a, an apartment complex. I think. I guess. Well, they used to have. It's something what they used to call apartments back in the 1920s. So it's okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it is the. It is funny that. Uh, the fucking Hey Arnold movie is like so stupid. This is this is classic hogcast esoterica. <laughs> like who on earth cares? But it was very much that the the Hey Arnold movie, not the Jungle movie, the theatrical release was about like promote respect your local landlord and get all these corporate landlords out of town. It is about like we need to support local business, and by local business I mean landlords. <laughs> it's true. And then Hannibal Buress puts the PayPal link up. <laughs> Okay, we need to finish about this stupid. But this historic, candle. this historic New York Seattle brownstone. Uh, I mean, that would yeah. it would be funnier if they if they tore it down and then Hey Arnold had to be in like one of those shitty apartment buildings that's called like Re- Renoviate or something, and it has like <laughs> Renoviate or like Leno ninety two, and, and it and it looks just like flat and weird from the outside, and has like uh, glued on facades and stuff. Oh, sick. Shit, those shit. Uh, a building that looks like it was made from Ikea. Like yeah. Plywood a, a or whatever. It came in a box that they unfolded. Uh, very so cool. Um, I've got a news from Spoon University. A news story from Spoon University. Nice. I don't know what this is, but this is somebody from University of Florida. I don't know what Spoon University is about. Um, they have campuses. Whoa, can I go to Spoon University? What the fuck? Uh, 
I think this is some sort of like uh, inter-university like uh, what the fuck? Find a chapter, become a member. <laughs> uh, Spoon. Doctor Pizza Snow joins the Spoon University. That's I can't come back. Velvet Wing. I I thought I was out of academia, but now they pull me back in with Spoon University. <laughs> That's always happening to you. Yeah, they're always pulling me back into academia. Um, this is from University of Florida. Uh, Mackenzie Ben My Pizza Academia. Pizza Academia. I could get into. You know, there was somebody I knew that had a food science degree, but I don't think they. I don't think that's what food scientists actually do. Um, <laughs> What's more real to you, a food scientist or a computer scientist? Um, a food scientist is more real than computer science to me because I don't. <laughs> I'm glad my little brother doesn't listen to this podcast. Well, there, first of all, computer scientists have had it too good for too for too long, and food scientists, uh, they're they're actually making food that people eat, so I like them better. Right, it's true. Um, uh, so there's this is an article saying why the scientific reason why pineapples belong on pizza. Um. And they're talking about different... Is, uh, Dr. Pizza Stone has a lot to say about that. This is true. I, I, I've been making a lot. I didn't have pineapple on my pizza tonight, but I usually do. Uh, taste is broken down into five flavors, as we know. Sweet, salty, bitter, sour, and savory slash umami. Um, our body naturally craves sugar because in the earlier times when we were foragers, it provided the source of energy when finding in nuts and other foods with natural sugar levels. Uh, this is compared to the sodium found in tomato sauce, which can be uh, a salt and sweet, uh, salty and sweet combination. Uh, your taste buds can taste multiple flavors at once through layers. Uh, so you can taste salty and sweet and other things like that. Um, and according to Barb Stuckey, our author of Taste, Surprising Stories and Science About Why Food Tastes Good, we like sweet because it signals calories or energy to us, and we like salt because we need it for normal bodily function. We have no sodium storage system as we do with other minerals. So when you have both of these, these stimulus at the same time, it's very pleasurable biologically speaking. So your body is naturally programmed to want salty and sweet things at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yes, and also and also they love pineapple because uh, your body wants pineapples and fruits. It's good. Mm. It's good for you. You should eat it. Is what they're saying. You should put pineapple on your pizza because it's good for you. I think it, I think I like chemicals more. You need to put now, more chemicals on my pizza. That is true. Chemicals are very good. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite foods. Are chemical. Now I think you'd maybe get a, a pineapple chemical they spray on my pizza. I'd eat that. <laughs> maybe like a give me like a get some like pizza runts or something or some like a pineapple runts and you know crush them all up and put them on my pizza. That'd be pretty good. Uh, Yo, sorry, not to interrupt, but my friend just posted on Twitter that they found a Ronald McDonald bench statue just hanging out. Whoa, cool. Just, just you can own it, dude. That's just hanging out, like they can steal it. No, no, no. It's at a, it's at like a uh, antique store. Damn, dude. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, if it only was Weevil Ronald, though. <laughs> you only like Weevil Ronald. No, you love Weevil Ronald. I oh yeah, that's right. I do like. I'm the one who thinks Weevil Ronald is cute. I love Weevil Ronald. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> you you what? should you should have a statue of Weevil Ronald sitting on a bench in your house though, Russ. <laughs> that should be like the Finally first thing. Fred. That's the first thing people see. That's all see. I got anymore. I forgot about Weevil Ronald. You should replace your couch with Weevil Ronald on a bench. Wow. You could be do like a Beavis and Butthead routine with <laughs> That would be pretty good. Would be pretty good. Um you know what's also pretty good? Sonic Sonic News Views reviews and Tudes. Uh oh my 
Amid criticism, Sega says it will fix Sonic Origins issues. The team's been listening, is working on fixing a variety of issues right now. Uh, have you seen any They're of this? listening, people, please. Yes. Folks, we're listening. Uh, they've, they've posted some hall, some pictures of, uh, of, of Izuka watching, walking down a hall and saying, like, we're going back to work. For you, the people. <laughs> They're wearing the, uh, uh, what is it, Kunta? The Kenta cloth? The Kenta cloth? The Kenta cloth. Yeah, they're wearing Kenta cloths. We're getting back. You're valid. You're valid for having these bugs in Sonic Origin. Hey, listen. If they wanted to win some goodwill back, just finally say that Knuckles is black. They, you know what? They, well, is he though? Because he comes from like a Aztec temple thing. I I don't really know. I don't, I think in my head, I just equate him with Piccolo. That is true. He is like the Piccolo of, but he's also like the Vegeta. So I don't know about that. Or Shadow no, the Vegeta. Shadow is the Vegeta. Yeah, that's true. He, yeah, you're right. Knuckles is the Piccolo. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Well, I, I've never. It's. I very rarely do I hear those words together. So it's nice to hear it for once. Yeah, you very you rarely do hear people talk about Knuckles and Piccolo. <laughs> well, okay. It's not as much as I want. Um, there's a bunch of boundary uh, issues, sound glitches, muffled audio. Um, a modder who goes by the name Zanman has been working on a mod called better origins this guy's when he's not too busy sleeping yeah when he's not when he's not too busy uh writing raps about his dead friend xxx tentacion oh shit when he's not too busy being drake on a flight yes in the song sicko mode um he said that he decided to give up after uh the mod has been canceled uh with him saying that the modding process has made it clear to them the game was in a poor state Hey, so we decided to stop the project, the development of this project. After really digging the files, it became clear that this game is absolute shit. Uh, <laughs> so the don't. Um, I'm glad I didn't buy it. I guess uh, I I I for like a week I vacillated about it, but I just bought an import copy of Klonoa. Yes, which I know that I have a Sonic Pizza podcast, not a Klonoa Pizza podcast, but also um, I don't think most people make it to this point in the podcast. So fuck you if you think that. But um, well, I mean, I. Klonoa came out at the same time as Shinzo Abe dying. Do you think he got isekai into the Klonoa world? That'd be, uh, probably is a bad guy. Like a little weird rat. Dude that you, gotta eat. you don't think he'd get to be Klonoa? <laughs> I don't think he'd get to be Klonoa. He, <laughs> I mean, I saw your post. Come back as a good person, Shinzo Abe. Yeah. Come wait, back. Oh no, wait, we like him again. I forgot. Yeah. I've come back as a better, even better person. Shinzo Abe. <laughs> yeah. Come back as a really nice guy. Yeah. Instead of just a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Come back as my best friend instead of just my friend. Um, true. True. Sonic Team did not know about Ugly Sonic's appearance in Chip and Dale until it was already out. Oh, wow. Uh, Takashi Azuka reveals, reveals he had no idea about the infamous original movie design in, the, in there. Uh, did you sign off on that? The interview asks. Um, and he said, I knew from the news. I was surprised. But he still thinks it's very funny. He wasn't a fan of the original movie design either. So he doesn't really seem like his feelings are hurt. Uh, <laughs> it was a process. You don't usually come out of a movie and want to thank the lawyers, but we... Oh, wait. Hold on. This is an interview from somebody, the director of Chip and Dale, about how he got Sonic in the film. It was a process. You don't usually come out of a movie and want to thank the lawyers, but we generally, genuinely owe the Disney lawyers for being team players. They stayed super optimistic about stuff and saw the value of third-party stuff, and they really had to work hard. Yeah, I'm sure it was really hard convincing Disney to let other people's uh, characters in the movie and let them look like shit uh, and make fun of Sonic. Mickey Mouse wants to make fun of Sonic because he knows he's cooler than him. That's true. I mean, I've seen the, the Mickey Mouse Genesis games. 
interesting but not as good as the Sonic Genesis. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of of, uh, of things that are interesting, I've got an interesting story here uh, about the about Sonic Frontiers. They're saying now Sonic Frontiers will will apparently take the series narrative to new heights, courtesy of Sonic Comics writer Ian Flynn. Uh, Ian has been working as a comic writer for a long time, so I was very familiar with his work. Uh, this is the uh, Sonic Team Creative Officer, who they don't name in this article. Weird. Uh, he's been working for comics writers a long time, very familiar with his work, but after reading the IDW com- uh, comics, I was even more impressed. That's why I wanted to ask him to work on the story for the game as well. He knows the characters well, so he brought a great improvement to the characters' emotions and dialogue. Yeah. Flynn, Flynn weighed in to say... I'm a career Sonic nerd, so I wanted to weave in some of the series' legacy into the story. I wanted to advance the characters' personal stories, if even just by a little bit. And I also wanted to bring some interconnectivity to the previous games. There isn't anything that will be too dense for new fans to wade through, but just enough for long-term fans to appreciate. So we may be getting our Sonic, like, audio tapes of, like, <laughs> of them explaining, like, why Knuckles is called Knuckles or something like that. <laughs> That's very sick. Um, here's also some interesting thing. According to Sonic Frontiers director Morio Kishimoto, the game might also end up being quite different in Japan from a narrative perspective. As the Sonic franchise has proven to be more popular in the West, significantly, the Mega Drive pretty much tanked in Japan, coming behind the SNES and PC Engine. Um, Here's what Kishimoto-san had to say. I used the translation of Ian Flynn's story as a base and rewrote the Japanese to better suit the Japan market, since Sonic is is not a well-known character here in Japan when compared to how popular and known he is abroad. Many Japanese children do not grow up reading manga, watching anime, watching the live-action suit hero shows, or watching Japanese movies. Oh, no, wait. Many children did watch all that other stuff, so the whole cultural familiarity in Japan is different from the West. So everybody in Japan, he's saying, is watching Sentai shows, and they never watched Sonic. No. Damn, dude. That's weird to think about. Somebody's been watching a lot of Sentai lately. Man, if Sonic could meet up with the Don brothers. (laughs) I mean, the Red, the Inu brother is basically... Sonic is you mean the Shadow. yeah the black yeah the yeah, Inu brother definitely is just Shadow. Inu Taro yeah uh pretty cool I'm excited for Ian Flynn uh to we, we might get some like crazy lore like Babylon rogues or genies kind of shit going on dude if the game became about genies I'd be so pumped I'm gonna be so sick it's gonna be so sick if there's genies in there Babylon rogue genie stuff that is that's still the uh, the most um untouched corner of the Sonic universe is the mystical side I'm so glad I guess that's what the uh secret of the rings and the black knight books were but that was that was that was like the transformers age of extinction for Sonic I think <laughs> hey, Guys, hey we, only I'm allowed to talk about it. I'm the only one here, I'm the only person with opinions on Kate Yeager if we could have only got a John Goodman Sonic character with a big goofy beard. <laughs> I mean, we kind of, I think, is John Goodman firmly in the prestige camp now? We don't, we're not going to see him in dumb shit anymore. He could be Big the Cat. Could be Big John Goodman might be a really good Big the Cat. <laughs> Folks, we might have a Big Actually, the Cat. Actually, tell you what, John Goodman as uh, Gerald Robotnik voiceover. Yo. Yo. Yo, though. But for real, though, actually. If he did a finally voice... the, the the talents of uh, um, <laughs> Jim Carrey and John Goodman finally meet, unless they already have. I don't think so. I don't think they have. Jim Carrey. I feel like Jim Carrey had the least crossover. Yeah, he didn't. He's he didn't do a whole lot of uh, movies with other guys. Yeah, he he never he never has Jim Carrey ever met. Um, he's never seen Adam him. Sandler in a film. He doesn't actually even know what he looks like. He did. He was there with uh, Steve Carell, so Office Steve. But um, 
but that was in Bruce Almighty. But I think that was a fluke. He wasn't supposed to become. Damn, dude. Damn. Jim Carrey is like uh, he's like that one. He's like that one, the one who got away. He never, he never crossed over with all the other comedy guys. That's kind of weird. He didn't become a king of comedy. <laughs> he's uh, like a foreign lord. It's true. Um, I'm glad you were talking about the uh, the untouched corners of the Sonic universe earlier because I've got a little bit of a different thing this week for Toots of the Week. I'm I've got a, a page on uh, the Archie Sonic Wikipedia called Ian Flynn's Unused Concepts. Yo, um, here's one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick some randomly through here. Um, okay, wait, okay. Early in Ian's run, when Jazzware Toys got the license to produce Sonic toys and were in talks with Archie Comics about doing comic and toy package deals, he was told to make clear blue Sonic into a character that would be part of the continuity, and it would either be a clone by Eggman or a piece of chaos that became its own entity after a duel between the former. Uh, but between Sonic and Mammoth Mogul. However, the project was discarded, so we could have got a crystal clear Sonic that might have been like a chaos copy of him. Shit, dude. Ian had That's attempted to get sick. E-123 Omega into the comic earlier than Sonic Universe number three. His first attempt would have him kill Tommy Turtle. His second Yo, attempt... Yo, what? Second, I don't... Wait. His second attempt would have him... I don't even know who Tommy Turtle is. I think you do. You've probably seen Tommy Turtle before. Uh, okay, I'm recognizing him. He's he's one of the uh, he's one of the knot hole guys. Uh, and the second attempt would have him participate in the destruction of knot hole. Sega nicks them both because they didn't want a mainstream character caught in acts of mass murder. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's true. I wouldn't want my characters. Yeah, it's not a great, not a good look, as they say. Um. I don't care about this Enerjack thing. At one point, Ian considered showcasing the members of Dragon Kingdom Freedom Fighters in an homage to the Furious Five from DreamWorks Kung Fu Panda series. But the idea was scrapped and the characters' identities remained a mystery. Um, Wait, what? He was going to do a Kung Fu Panda uh, homage. Okay. Now, if only we could have gone the official crossover, though. Um, There was going to be... Jeffrey Katzenberg would never have allowed it, though. Uh, there was plans for a Chaotix quest arc, which would have focused on Mighty and Ray's travels, while Espio sends word to the Shinobi clan. Mighty and Ray would find themselves encountering former Robians that were left de-roboticized and without any homes, specifically Liza the Chameleon. Being unaware of the concept of robots, the Rainbow Valley, Valley Chameleons forced her out of exile, uh, forced her uh, into exile out of fear upon being de-roboticized. De- Feeling bad, Espio would have relocated her to his clan, and uh, she would have like joined. She like would have joined them. Basically, is I guess like uh, is like this former Ninja robot. robot. Pretty sick. Pretty it's pretty sick. Um, Sonic Universe number fifty was uh, intended to be the official epilogue to the television series Sonic Underground, uh, with a preview of the cover made by Patrick Spaziante being released, but it was canceled under unknown circumstances. The issue instead featured a a plot line featuring uh, Metal Sonic. According to Ian in a later interview, it would have been Sonic and his siblings throwing a concert on Angel Island, which would be broadcast around the world. Queen Alina would join them as the literal voice of the people, and Robotnik would finally be overthrown. Yes. Fucking... Music Music is power. Listen, we all know a little video game called Revolution X. Uh, that would have been so cool to see Sonic shooting like uh, CDs and records at guys. 
Yeah, that would be very tight. Um, Did he do that in the cartoon? I don't, I've only ever watched the first five episodes. No, I don't I've think so. I've watched them over and over. I've just watched that baby falling off, the, the robot baby falling off a cliff. The or, robot baby falling off is very funny. I do think about it once. Um, there's a bunch of, here's some storylines that were affected by the Ken Penders lawsuit. Um, there's a, a lot of it's just kind of like changes to names of things. Like instead of uh, calling the Dark Egg Legion that, they say Eggman's Army. Or instead of saying Albion, they say the Echidna Homeland or something. Um, but the most the most notable is they replaced Rob O. The Hedge. Do you remember Rob O. The Hedge? <laughs> kind of. The um, the Robin Hood Sonic uh, relative. Yes, I forgot. Of, yes, I do remember this. They replaced him and his and his wife, uh, Marianne. Uh, the Echidna is hyph- hyphenated Mary Ann, like all Echidna names. Um, with a functionally similar bow sparrow and thorn, the lop is who he replaced them with. Those were Ken Pender's characters. So he had to replace them with a sparrow and a bunny rabbit, uh, who function, okay, sure. who function similarly as like a Robin hood and Marianne type character thing. Um, interesting. Uh, so actually there's a, he, that removal of Rob O the hedge impacted like a couple of other issues too, which is strange. That's, uh, Imagine you're an adult and that's the problems in your life. Oh, fucking Ken Penders fucked me over. It's very strange. Um, oh, here's okay. So there's some other there's some other things. I'm just gonna kind of skim through. Um, most notably, Metal Shadow would have existed in some form, as Yardley revealed that he created a Metal Shadow for Archie's complete Sonic comic encyclopedia, whose design was reminiscent of Metal Scourge, who itself was a repurposed Metal Sonic, but it never got released. Um. When asked about where Amy Rose was during the 30 years later arc, Ian responded on Twitter with adventuring through time via the time stones being awesome. Um, and it says that in the future, she became a guardian of the time stones. Amy became a time stone guardian and traveled through time. Like Dr. Who, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anti shadow would have appeared. Anti Gerald was a warmonger who had a change of heart with Anti-Shadow being made as an ultimate weapon, but changed at the last second to be good. Uh, Anti-Maria would have been an evil and awful influence on Anti-Shadow. Whoa. What? So, so Anti-Gerald was a warmonger who had a change of heart and decided to make Shadow good. So he was a good weapon instead of a bad weapon. And he had an evil granddaughter that was like, no, you gotta kill everybody, Shadow. Um, wait, wait, well, did she's... I... I, I'm not laughing at this. What was the name of the uh, fake Mobian AIDS? Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> Where are the Sonic characters? Oh, God. Hold on. I, I can't. It, it was something like SIDS. Or, but it was it was not sudden infant death syndrome, but it was something. <laughs> it was like that. Oh, man. What was it again? <laughs> Maria Robotnik. Uh, Disease. Neuromunit Nids. It was Nids. <laughs> nids. <laughs> did did anti did anti Maria have Nids? Maybe she had anti Nids, or maybe she had Stin, which is the opposite in this universe. So I don't know. Um, at some point, uh, they wanted to introduce Anti Silver, who they called Sterling, who would have an appearance Yo. based on Silver's old Venice the Mink design. Uh, he actually looks kind of sick. Uh, I'm gonna paste this. This is what anti-silver would have been. Yo, that's crazy. He looks like he has like cyber hair. Um, 
He does look very uh, Mega Man Battle Network. Yeah, he does. Speaking of Mega Man, there's a bunch of scrapped Mega Man stuff. Uh, I don't... Whatever. I'm going to read those someday. I, I always meant to read the Mega Man meeting Sonic comics. Yeah, I, people seem to like those. They seem like they're good. I always wish that they tacked a third guy on it, but like somebody funny. Because it's like Sonic and Mega Man, that was, that was a fluke. That was just like people with the rights wound up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Who could Sonic meet now, by the way? I guess he could meet the Transformers, right? I guess he could meet the Transformers. That'd probably be fine. Looking at what IDW has. Uh, uh, Sonic could meet the Ninja Turtles. Who's to say? That'd be good. G.I. Joe. They love pizza. Yeah, okay. Meet Sonic could go to Dungeons and Dragons. That's nice. That's fun. No, that means he'd probably meet the McElroys. <laughs> no, no, no. They're 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 independently published. Yo, what? IDW made a hand drawn episode one graphic novel adaptation. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, just redrawing episode one. Russman might have to check that out. Now, when you said episode one, I realized that you meant Star Wars, but I did think you meant the podcast episode one for a second. <laughs> no, no, podcasts aren't real. They didn't make like Joe Biden driving around in like a car or something for uh, for like a comic. Okay, good. Um, well, that that was some just some some uh, some teasers of potential future concepts that maybe uh, maybe Ian Flynn will be e- examining in uh, in this upcoming Sonic game, huh? Could try and get Ian Flynn on the podcast one of these days. He definitely won't, but we could try. <laughs> well, maybe he would. Hey, you know, if he'd be like, finally, I want to talk to an independent Sonic journalist. We, we, the only way we could do it is by if we could probably get Ken Penders, but it would take a lot of like flattery. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, like, do we just have to post about how much? Let's go, Joe. Yeah, um, we, yeah. We just we gotta we gotta get like we gotta. We gotta follow Movie Bob. We gotta post like him, and then maybe Ken Penders will like us. Is Movie Bob friends with Ken. No, but they're like the same guy. I know, but who who are Ken Penders' friends? Who does he go to in dark times? His friends are the Echidnas. <laughs> it's Julie. That's Sue. to think about. I like that. Hey, man, I wish I had a uh, Echidnas' friends. Don't we all? Uh, I mean, it, one, it, it could help me find all the could help me find all these emeralds that I'm always looking for. You don't have a little blinking light? No, they, that's that's genetic. All all <laughs> all echidnas have that have the little blinking light in their head. It's kind of like how, you know, like You don't uh, even have the little computers that you can they'll give you like cryptic hints that aren't very helpful? No. No, don't even have that. You know how like pigeons have like a have like a magnetite in their in their beak or whatever that like helps them see magnetic fields or whatever the fuck? Yo, not really. No, I didn't know that till now. You didn't know that? Uh, they have like a a lot of migratory birds have like small deposits of magnetite, like in it's either in their beak or the skull, like right on the front. And they say that that's partly how they are able to like know where they are, no matter what happens, like homing pigeons no. and shit. I think maybe sea turtles, maybe too. Um, but that's like a yeah, that's the thing. They have like built literally like built in comp- compasses. Dude, that's tight. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Uh, did you also hear that one weird thing about uh, spiders, uh, like riding electric waves and stuff? No, no. 
Hold on, let me see that. It was something about, yeah, here it is. Uh, okay, this has nothing to do with anything, but this is an article from like three or four years ago. Um, so you know how like spiders do the ballooning thing where like the babies like uh, shoot a thread of silk up in the air and they like fly away on the wind? Yes. Yeah, I do know that. Part of the, so they, they, part of the reason why they're able to fly is because they're able to sense electric fields and uh, they're able to use by like, by like shooting this like thread up in the air, it creates like a, uh, it, it helps create lift. So they, they took, they put a sealed chamber with no air currents and spiders still took off when an electric field was present. Um, the repulsion on the charged thread providing necessary lift. When the field was turned off, the spiders came back down. So even without air currents, spiders can fly. Oh, what the fuck, dude? How crazy is that? Spiders are crazy. That's fucked up. Uh, that is really weird. And I think this was, um, I don't know. I didn't think they said what kind of spiders, but it says that they have tiny hairs called trichobothria that sense electric fields, uh, kind of like humans hairs rising in response to static electricity. When they sense it strong like, enough, they'll, they'll climb up a twig and spin a silken line and fly away. I feel like by the time the next Jojo's part starts coming out, there's going to be a stand user who uses a spider electric currents. I think like, I feel like Araki is just like watching like ants Canada videos like us. And it's like trying to get <laughs> ideas of like, huh, huh. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> he just, that's tight. I love to think that he's on YouTube looking up weird garbage. I mean, I hope he's looking up like weird corals, like eating each other and like uh, spiders flying around and like extinct animals. Uh, I mean, he, he came up with that weird wasp thing, which is like the wasp rock human shit. That was that yeah, was maybe the most sick thing he's come up with in like years. <laughs> that shit owns. It is truly sicko shit. It's so you fucking. Know, I good. do like it though. Yeah, it is good. That is very that is very fucking good. Oh oh, I did learn something uh, about uh, leaf cutter ants from from Clint's reptiles this week. Did, did you uh, did you know that uh, leaf cutter ants they put guards on uh, on the leaves they're bringing back to so they don't eat the leaves they use it to feed fungus which then they eat. Right. Yeah. I knew this. I knew. Yeah. That. And then when they make a new colony, they take like the mo- a sample of the mother fungus in- to make a to make a new nest. But when they're taking leaves back, they have an ant stationed on each leaf because if they don't, then what will happen is there's these parasitic flies that will uh, that will land on the the ants carrying the leaf while their mouths are full, and they will lay an egg, and a maggot will crawl inside the ant's head and eat its head out from the inside. Yo, that's damn, dude. You get to you get the smaller world and things get more brutal everything does turn into the chimera ants arc like basically <laughs> when you zoom in on a small enough scale right especially with some of these ants like those fucking leaf cutters they got like the majors and super major ants that's like they have like boss and mini boss ants i will s- listen this is gonna be so i know the gritty reboot thing people are over it uh speculating on what could be a gritty reboot is like one of the top five annoying things you hear on a podcast too much Honey, I Shrunk the Kids gritty reboot. I'd be into it. I'd check it out. No, because it's going to be too similar to like some of those really fucked up uh, Dogeans. Oh, no. Yeah, it's going to be like this. Um, we're t- that's If you do that, that's going to be... That's also that that happened, Russ. It was called Island of the Giant Insects. You got, hey, and I, I like the Island of Giant Insects, so... I mean, if there's a if there's Tell another me, hallway scene... guilty of if this is a crime. If there's another scene of somebody walking down a hallway for two minutes while epic music plays, I'm in. So the SpongeBob... The SpongeBob walk sequence, cycle. yeah. 
<laughs> that shit was Does so good. Does anybody ever edit those together? That'd be pretty good. I don't, I, I, I remember I recorded that, that walk cycle, but I don't remember if I, uh, combined it with the SpongeBob Put music. Patchy the pirate going, it's just a walk cycle afterwards. Oh man. That was such a fucking weirdo movie. Um, it was a good time. I'm still smiling. I feel like the it. interspecies reviewers are going to do a honey. I shrunk the kids at some point. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like if we're, Ooh. if you want an adult, if you want an adult take on the honey, I shrunk the kids, the interspecies reviewers are going to do that. We need to see what the interspecies reviewers think of getting bored. Uh, they, I mean, so hold on. Let me think about this. There was the spider place they went to where the spider women would catch you, but they wouldn't kill you. They would just have sex right. with you. Then there was the praying mantis place where they had to make a cake that looked like their head that they put on top of their shoulders and the yeah. and the mantis would bite the cake in half, and and then they would have sex with the body, uh, but the body was just them crouched down with their head underneath the the That's cake. That's not proper vor. Well, maybe it is. I, I mean, it's vor for the for vor is like one of those categories where there's like soft vor, hard vor, vor, <laughs> acid vor. I don't. There's a lot of vor. There's dick vor too. I've seen dick vor before, where somebody crawls dick inside vor, of a vor, yeah. ass vor. Yeah, there's the orifice can vor. There's unbirthing too, which is kind of similar. <laughs> I mean, I've even seen a. Uh, I guess it's different. Knee pregnancy. Knee, no one's going around. Knee pregnancy? Yeah, it was a DVR, poorly drawn DVR pick of uh, Tiffa with a pregnant knee with like Cloud and Aerith in them. What, Cloud and Aerith were each one of her knees? Yeah. How did they get in there? Because they were like swollen, bulbous knees. But how do you get inside the knee? I don't know. Is How do you, how does the character get Pregnant with the other character. Well, like, I don't you, know. Well, like you were saying, Russ, it usually involves like an orifice. Like there's no knee orifice. Listen, I, Alan, I wish I could tell you. I, I'm reading Saint Seiya for this podcast. I watched Age of Extinction for this podcast. I'm not going to get deep in the pregnancy community for this podcast. I think unless, that. Unless people tell unless, me. Unless, you know what? Unless a girl tells me to. I, I wish Shinzo Abe was here because he would be the one to, t- to get us inspired to get into the pregnancy community. True. He would. <laughs> yeah. Ask him, do you have a pregnancy fetish? Yeah. If more people get pregnant and I have to pay for it, then yes, I have a pregnancy fetish. More more workers for my country? Yes. <laughs> the economy go up. Uh, I like the, the line going up. When the line goes up, I simply smile. <laughs> it's one of my happiest days is when I see a line. So when I'm feeling down, I just like to look at the emoji of stocks going up. You know, it's sometimes a huge bummer because it's next to the one where the stocks are going down. Sometimes I just I just have a counter on my com- on my uh, on my computer just running so I can see a number go up. Just I just like seeing that number get bigger. It's good. It's good. Uh, Russ, you got anything to plug? We don't, no, I I don't plug anything anymore. I should I... probably mention I've changed my Twitter at from Findomerol to at Doctor Pizza Stone. Because I got um, tired I'm still of still exp- piss goblin, but my handle's the lover of love who loves love. Yeah, love. you're no longer the pullout king. You're the lover of love who loves loving lovingly. <laughs> it's not easy to say. No, it, you've made it to. Uh, this is like one of the the fucking uh, tongue twisters they give to like one of the hollow live girls to to mess them up. <laughs> I don't see it. The lover of love who loves love lovingly. I think it would be. That's kind of like La La Lu. I love you think about it. It is kind of like La Lu. I hope it gets banned by the by the Patriots. Is the thing. No, come on. But I mean, the way the way this grooming culture is going, yeah, they're gonna be banning. Uh, they're gonna be oh banning love and lovingly. <laughs> President George Saunders groomed a child to be a soldier. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in fucking uh, Senator Armstrong isn't the only one turning red. If you know what I mean. Oh my 
got wait George Saunders. What, George Saunders is is solid a snake. Okay, wait. It was I George Googled Sears. Him. George Sears. George, George Saunders is like a NYT guy. My God. George Sears. George Sears. I'm so obsessed with uh, New York media personalities. That's like my personality. That was a guy that I was on that Red shit. Scare, Russ. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it would be funny if George Saunders is just like, a, yeah, this guy just wrote, wrote for Harper's and GQ. Who the fuck is this motherfucker? Never heard of this guy. Uh, my bad. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. My bad. George Sears. George Sears. Putting that into my brain. Yep. Get it seared into your brain. That's how you remember it. God damn, dude. Oh man. Oh well. Uh I wish they I wish all the other snakes had funny funny fake names like he did. <laughs> True. He's got Eli well, David. John. Or John. What did, well didn't he say what was all this little kid name again? Wasn't he David? I don't remember. There's Eli, of course. No, no. Big Boss's name was John. But the, his name was John, but they called him Jack for some reason. I guess Jack right. is short for John. I don't know. And then, and then, um, and then Snake was David because of 2001, David and Hal. Yes. And then, yeah. And Liquid was Eli because of the uh, of MGS5. I kind of want to play MGS5 again. I think I, I kind of <laughs> want to play MGS5. Every time I start it, I replay that. I, I do this like once a year. I start it. I play that first mission. I go, this shit is so tight on every fucking level. It's so sick. And then I get afraid to go anywhere. <laughs> well, because you know, once you start building Mother Base out, you're just going to be like stuck in that loop of doing that forever. Yeah. Because it's well, very fun. You could always buy some MGS5 coins. What do the coins do? They uh, just let you buy more shit. I don't remember, but you can, I think those servers are still up and you can still buy coins. Can I bring nukes back? And I just imagine somebody has to go like from the back of a pachinko parlor and invest it in like a secret Konami vault. There's like, like where a, does this money go? They're getting like they're getting like a check for twenty five dollars delivered to a pachinko parlor every month or something. Well, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> where's my money going? How's it getting there? Where? What is Konami? It's going to a Konami. guy who never stops smoking a cigarette. <laughs> there's like some dude. It's going in to Japan with like in a crusty old apartment. Who like will get a check occasionally? I'll be like, what? How did? Why? Do, I think these are coming to me by accident. It's like you they're, know, they're, you know, when, uh, oh yeah, dude. When Seth's like, I got my mailbox money. It was two cents for uh, for Britney Spears <laughs> Crossroads. It's like that, but it's like it's a guy that gets a check every time somebody buys a a, a Metal Gear Solid coin. That's so tight. It's pretty cool. Maybe I'll get a tweet from them. Japanese, like, thank you, thank you for the coin, thank you, Russ. You're saving the economy. Love the podcast. Uh, it, it actually just goes to the fucking pachinko parlor guy from Jujutsu Kaisen. I love that. I love that guy. That's such a cool power, Russ. You need to read. You need to catch up with that. I know. I'm like four months behind. Now. What if, what if a guy There's so had much a, Jujutsu Kaisen? What if a guy had a domain that trapped you inside of a pachinko game? And every time he won, he got in free and inf- infinite cursed energy for like four minutes or whatever the fuck and became like unkillable. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. I like thinking about that. I like thinking about, I like, I like, you know what? Uh, the, the Jujutsu Kaisen guy and the My Hero Academia guy are like on, on opposite ends of like, I like thinking about these guys. I like thinking about their powers <laughs> and what they're doing. And then the My Hero Academia guys, it's like, they just, they, I read the issue every week and I'm like, oh, okay. You're the last sicko. 
I'm the last sicko. I'm still waiting for Froppy to get juiced, and like I'm just <laughs> no, don't juice Froppy. They've teased killing Bakugo twice now, and they're not gonna fucking pull the trigger. I bet. <laughs> oh boy, it's just about Endeavor. It's just Endeavor, and like oh, th- people love Endeavor. They're all people are coming to me on the street. Endeavor's so cool. He has the coolest power. He has fire. Oh, he's he, so sick. I love he's him. like the guy we like, but he has uh, half of his powers, and he's also an abusive dad. <laughs> he's a shitty dad. But don't worry, all of his kids had to come out and be like, "You're okay now." <laughs> we have to. We forgive. They all come out and say, "We forgive you," and then he's like, "Yes, I've got the power to beat the bad guy now." Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. You did it. You know what? He's it's the rich dad, poor dad situation. You know what I mean? It's true. It's the rich dad. It's true. The rich dad. The rich dad wins, even if he was kind of shitty. He's better now. Poor dad, Deku's dad. I don't even know where the fuck that guy is. Yeah, where the fuck is he? He's the fucking phone and Earthbound. It'd be, it, it would be really funny if Deku's dad comes back in the last chapter. Is like, what I miss? <laughs> it's like, well, Japan almost got destroyed, and uh, just the dad from Cow and Chicken. Yeah, just the leg, legs down. It's a peanuts. Boy, it's a, what did you get it up to? It's it's a peanuts adult character. Just wah wah. <laughs> What they need to do is just say, like, All Might actually impregnated your mom. He's your real dad. Who hit, who hit Deku's mom raw? That is the question we are all asking. We all want to know. We all, folks, we want to know. Uh, maybe we, we I, I you know what? Okay. plugging Boku no Hero Academia. I will plug, I will, I will give you the plug, Boku no Hero Academia, if you reveal, and, like, the last chapter, the, like, the fucking, uh, one for all, or all for one is, uh, is Deku's dad secretly <laughs> or something stupid? Yo! Like, that would be really funny if his dad was the bad guy the entire time. <laughs> he would just be a Star Wars, but it'd be very funny. He hit it raw. One for all. He has One a quirk that lets him like impregnate people without from like a mile away or something. <laughs> Alright, what if he does the Darth Plagueis the Wise speech? Yeah, he's gonna Well, I mean, isn't that basically what Palpatine did is he had a he has a he had a quirk that let him impregnate people from very far away. No, no, that was his master, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah, I mean, I, I know about Darth Plagueis the Wise, but that's just bringing people back. Must from I the repeat dead. the speech to you, Alan? No, Must no, no. His powers, get... some thought, were unnatural. I understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to wrap this fucking podcast up. Okay. Well, uh, I guess don't go read my Hero Academia unless. <laughs> Somebody, unless you hear news that somebody important died, like a character that people actually give a shit about, not Endeavor. Nobody cares about him. Uh, if it's Bakugo, died, I love Endeavor. He's so cool. He's so, he's such a great how many character. Endeavor figures do you think are selling right now? <laughs> Let me go to go to like Ami Ami and see the, all the uh... Endeavor figure. I think there's. It looks like there's two figures of him, maybe three. They're all pretty cheap. I think the cheapest one, the most expensive one I could find is like 60 bucks. Boy, oh boy, what a character. He's lighting up the sales charts, the character goods. People cannot stop talking about Endeavor. Like, people love him. You know what you should get, Russ? You gotta get this Endeavor Funko Pop. <laughs> abusive dad Funko Pops. Do you want to tell, do you, Russ, do you want me to tell you what my new thing is? I, I Once I, I need some, I need some more disposable income, but, uh, I, my new thing is uh, is getting coral that has a crazy strain name. They name Yo. types of corals now. I've like and the name them like goofy things. Uh, let me paste a picture of this zoanthid here. You want to know what this one's called, Russ? It's called a super saiyan. 
Look at this shit. That's pretty tight. It looks I like, do like it that. looks like Goku's outfit that has like Super Saiyan hair coming up. <laughs> That's true. How cool is that? I was ready for you to be like you're into Funko Pop modding now. No, I want to get into Funko I want to get Pop into mod community. Modding pops would be pretty fun. That'd be like a girl. I'm a mo- I'm a pop mod. I'm a I'm pop, a pop mod. modder. I, I've got my garage kit Funkos. <laughs> These are some deep lore Funkos. That's pretty good. Uh. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool names for all these zoanthids, or else they got Sunny Delight, Gatorade, Radioactive Dragon Eye, uh, Armor <laughs> of God. Uh, radioactive Radioactive Dragon just makes me think of Imagine Dragon Radioactive. So uh, Darth Maul, they got one called Darth Maul. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm in. Anti Venom, pretty good. G- Gorilla's nipples. There's some. Let's go. I think I think coral coral's the next big thing I'm gonna get into because these guys are these guys just do, they like have weed names for all their little all the little animals they take care of. That's the other thing that's fucked up is coral's an animal and you don't ever really think about that. It's it's true. They're very it, I it's if you had to be reincarnated they have personalities in a uh, Finding Nemo. Why did only the fish? If you had to be reincarnated, the starfish had a personality. Why did the fucking that's true. Starfish and coral probably have the same level They're, of intelligence. Well, I mean, like a starfish is a Nidarian. I think some Nidarians are like, uh, like stationary, like a, like a, a, a coral would be. So like, yeah, that's not really that crazy. Uh, I'm pissed. I'm pissed about also, that. Also, they should have all just been cars. They all, yeah, that's the other thing is if we replaced all corals with cars, that'd be cool. Also, uh, don't get mad oh, at well, me. Well, I was talking about the fish should all be cars, but yeah, I think don't get mad at me. I think I think starfish might not actually be Nidarians. Uh, I've, I don't want the phylogeny nerds to get really mad at me. I meant to me. say invertebrae, whatever, man. They're, they're a kind of derms. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I That is weird to think. Like, I mean, if you had to be reincarnated as one animal, that might be the worst one to be, is like a coral or something. What about a sea? What about a sea sponge or a sea cucumber? Those are all kind of the same thing to me. They like you just live in the ocean and like you just kind of sit there and like people shit you have to, like goes through you. Mother Nature's puke. That's kind of like a fucking. That's like a gold experience requiem shit. Yeah. Oh man, that that's the new. That's the JoJo's Part Nine stand. He makes you get reborn into a coral or a worm. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Didn't that happen in the Little Mermaid when the if you didn't fulfill her wish or whatever? No, you turn into sea foam. I think. Well, no, in the that's Hans Christian Andersen. Remember, she was like poor, unfortunate souls, and then they she had little slimoids all around her. <laughs> you turned into a slimoid. You never. You, you haven't watched The Little Mermaid in a long time. I haven't. I don't think. I, to be honest, I don't think I've ever actually seen The Little Mermaid all the way through. Wow, I found this character good of Endeavor, where he looks like a intellectual dark web member. <laughs> he is an intellectual dark web member. <laughs> Uh, fuck so. you're right he's wearing the suit <laughs> he's at the fucking Teddy Roosevelt club where they all chomp cigars oh, he's also kind of dressed like uh, the mask <laughs> kind of he's got he this kind of well they're all dressed like the mask that's true they're all wearing yellow and green uh that's sorry if anybody here likes my hero academia I did too at one point yeah but hey guess what we all did at one point uh and <laughs> we all were we were all children I mean, it was like five years ago, and now it's, uh, I, you know what? I think the anime, up to everything I've seen in the anime, has been okay. Maybe they'll fix these last, uh... No. The anime's fine, is my thing. No, it's not. <laughs> we we don't have to pretend. I don't have to pretend anymore that I like it anymore. 
Well, my 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 tolerance for shonen bullshit is is very is very high. I guess like I will just <laughs> you have the you have the murderous mindset. I lost it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a sicko. I'm not as much of a sicko as you are now. I used to watch every anime. I was talking this. I my plug for this week is anime. Check it out. Japan, they're pumping this shit out. You can eat it up. Eat that slop. But is Netflix already announced something stupid recently? Check that out. Um, well, you're more of a sicko. Know. You're more of a sicko than me because you read all the all the stuff and don't ever watch it. <laughs> that's the thing. That's not sicko. That's that's a, that's the smart guy thing to do. That is the intellectual dark. Web. That is okay. You know what? You are in the intellectual dark web. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm being. I'm being. The... <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Why would you ever watch the JoJo's anime before reading the manga? <laughs> I don't like these filler arcs. <laughs> the the power in the manga didn't translate to animation very well. People people tell me I've got to watch the the Goku driving uh, lesson episode, and I'd rather die. <laughs> oh man! The feminine chaos that needs animation to enjoy a story. Frankly, sickens me. No, I don't know why my Jordan Peterson turns into Gypsy from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Anyway, it, it also kind of turns into Paul Bearer. <laughs> I mean, they're basically the same. Yeah, it's true. Mind. We should. They should actually. Okay, you know what? Last thing we're gonna say: Jordan Peterson joined the WWE. That's true. Can you one? They they eat him up, man. They they bring him on in a heartbeat. I think half the wrestlers are like. Jordan Peterson fans probably they love him there. Uh, make like I make my bed. <laughs> just having the Miz walk up to you and be like, "I make my bed every day, sir." What you said about the lobster was really inspiring. What are the wrestlers, dude? The wrestler who gets the rub from Jordan Peterson becomes like Jordan Peterson's guy, probably like Austin Theory or whatever. They're gonna start calling him like Lob- Lobster Austin Theory. They're gonna pair him with uh, Otis and Chad Gable. Yes, <laughs> this is real WWE booking. I don't know if any of these people got fired, by the way, because I don't care. But they're going to get paired up, and they're going to rename the team the Lobsters. It's going to be sick. Uh, also, can you imagine anybody selling selling a hit harder than Jordan Peterson? He's already <laughs> crying. Like he's, yeah, he could just cry on cue at this point. He's he's always muscles, crying. If he if somebody like slams him down, even if it looks really fake, he's already crying yeah. when he gets up. This is WWE joke, uh, but I don't know. Instead of blading, be- instead of blading his forehead, he just like he just thinks about he just thinks about uh, the the Sports Illustrated uh, cover model, and he starts crying on command. Well, um, Edge is going to do one of his epic promos, and then Cody Rhodes is going to do one of his like I'm bleeding promos, and then fucking Jordan Peterson's going to be doing I'm crying promos. Uh, yep. That- the feminine chaos that is Oscar. I, I'm trying to defend Western values from Oscar. <laughs> Women That's shouldn't right. be wearing scary masks. Oh man! I mean, I can just agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think women already wear a, a scary enough mask. If you catch what I mean, the stranger, Billy Joel. <laughs> I, I don't get what you mean, but I'm good. You know, I don't agree often with Billy, but me and Billy don't always see eye to eye. But uh. I'll take a bottle of red on that one. Okay. Or a bottle of white, which is the good one. I should go pop a bottle of white right now. A bottle of champagne. Uh, champagne. While I, while or I, spark, sparkling self, uh, sparkling water. 
wine? What is it again? Could you make? Could you make sparkling your, bubbly? Can you sparkling make, brute? Can you make a, a wine sparkling with a soda stream? <laughs> I, I, if, you, if you try hard enough, yes. God, I hope so. Uh, all right. Well, I guess until next time, live and learn. Live and learn. Live and learn.